This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. This episode contains spoilers from the entire SJM universe with mentions of Star Wars, Doctor Who, and the Cruel Prince series. For full list, please see show notes. and welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the fantasy literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are discussing A House in Flame and Shadow by Sarah J. Mass. And these are our initial reactions. At the time of this recording, the book hasn't been out for a week. We, Laura has done her standard two times reading this book. I, for the first time in Akafe history, have read an SJM book twice before our recording, especially for a new release. Um, and this is our third time going through the whole phenomenon that is a release of Sarah J. Mass. Jessica Marie, <laughs> I, I statements, I statements. <laughs> I think that you and I had one of the best reading experiences, according to the fandom. I, I mean, they don't know it till after this episode, but yeah, I from from what is out there, you know, um, yeah, people are really, really split on this reading. I feel like it's the first time that the initial reactions are that way that I've seen. Yeah, it it's so if if you are listening to this like way <laughs> after release, I think context is really important. So like yeah. as, as Jessica said, like the book hasn't been out for a week yet. Everybody is very like uh fresh in our feels. <laughs> and and the hype for this was astronomical. There were midnight releases, there were parties, everybody like really went all in on this and 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 really were like gung-ho. So I was at the one that Sarah was at. Exactly. So Jess got to be in the room with the queen herself. <laughs> and, and then to watch the reactions be so polarizing has been honestly, honestly, a little refreshing, <laughs> a little refreshing. You know, like it's it, it, it has been nice to immediately have people um, not enjoy something and be like, oh, wow, it's not just us. But also we had Jess, I think you and I the best reading experience because we went into this no expectations. Oh yeah, it it was very no notes, no thoughts, just vibes. I yeah. think that was the best thing. We had our speculations. I mean, if you've been following the podcast or even just like recently, um, just cut up on some SJM episodes. We had our Hosab initial reactions episode. Then recently this year, we did we revisited that same thing with Akasif. We had our initial reactions and then we recently revisited it. And having that distance was really helpful. We got to see it with fresh eyes. We got to see it right back to back. I mean, Bloomsbury is part of their marketing. They were very much um they they pushed the Akatar of it all, as we know. It's part of it. And then it's a Crescent City. But I mean, we'll talk more about the marketing later in the episode, but not having expectations and our 
only hope, I mean, obviously we knew some things ahead of time, um, but our only hope was that Aelin was resting. <laughs> I think that was like what we could have hoped for, really. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly for I think I think I've said this before, but I really wanted Aelin to just be left alone. Like, leave Aelin alone. Uh, she had done enough. And I do think that people wanted that end game moment of all the portals opening up and everybody coming through and defeating all of these armies of whatever it ended up being. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen so hard that there's dialogue in the book saying that it won't happen. <laughs> she was like, this isn't a movie. Like, it's oh, not, not going to be. I was just like, mm. I thought that was so funny when Vaxian was like, this isn't Endgame. What is this, a movie? I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, well, I think that's what everyone wanted. So the the just vibes and our expectations really kind of helped with this book. Uh, also, uh, realize some stuff about myself. We'll share. Just you already know we shared free recording. It won't shock you. Um, but I I do want to stress that again. Initial reactions. Fandom is very split on this. They either really hate it or they really love it. I feel like we're like this conversation is going to be really I don't want to say neutral, but I feel like we're the most the things that we loved, we really loved and the things that we didn't really didn't. And the things that we probably didn't like as individuals, the fandom might love. Yeah. You know, I think everybody knows where I stand personally on Hunt. Um, and that's my own thing. And again, we've done some discoveries, the, the, the reading this this past couple weeks. Um but yeah, I think it'll be an interesting conversation just to like have a fresher perspective where we're not in any extreme of emotions for the yeah. most part. As an overall as an overall book. Yeah, as an overall book, very neutral. Very neutral here. So I think we will be able to have a very nice, respectful discussion while also really kind of honing in on Things that we don't like, which I think are very much on brand for Akafe <laughs> yeah. and will not surprise anybody. Anybody. You'll just be like, oh, yeah, no, of course, of course. Uh, so, Jess, who's in this book? Uh, well, I feel like we can just gloss over that because everybody's back. Uh, we have a name for our lost Vendir, Sigrid. Um, we have our sprites. I really feel like everybody's back. We, including our Akatar faves, um, and, and Nesta and Asriel, uh, they play prominent roles in the book. So I think with that being said, um, Laura, why don't we just jump right into our favorite segment, new segment, the pattern? Um, Laura, does this book follow the pattern? Holy shit. I am so shocked. <laughs> I am so shocked. Okay. Here's the thing. If you are, I guess if you are a avid listener, I guess maybe if you're an avid listener, then you know all about the pattern and you are very much aware that you can pretty much glean it if you really want to from the prologue. So the fact that Sarah released the first, like the prologue in the first chapter, I was dying. Did I you was know dying when you read, cause you read the prologue when she released prologue in chapter one on like a week, not even maybe like a week before the book came out. Did you call it then or was did you pick it up after you read the whole thing and you're like, it's right there? 
Oh, I picked it up after I read the whole thing. Okay. But when I when I was reading it, though, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why is she releasing this? Like, everybody that listens to us <laughs> will be able to figure out the plot. I remember I was at work and you sent me a voice memo and you were like, I think it's going to fit the pattern. And you, Do you want to know? Do you want to know where? And I was like, yes, I'm in a meeting. Hold on. Let me run to the and it does. So here's the thing. It absolutely fits the pattern. And here's, and I will tell you the overarching plot. I mean, there's a lot, but if you want to be like really specific, um, when the hind, Miss Lydia is in the meeting with, Queen. uh, yeah, my gosh. Ah, when she is in the meeting with the, of and the Autumn King. And, uh, what, what's her name? The, the, what the harp who the harpy the harpy some, she doesn't yeah. have a name it's just like yeah. lydia is really the only one oh and the hammer hammer is pollux uh harpy is harpy the hind is lydia and then the hawk is i saw somebody say they were hoping that the hawk was gonna be Lorcan. <laughs> <laughs> not Lorcan. i'm sorry vaughn vaughn <laughs> he's like he's out there somewhere. somewhere maybe he's the hawk yeah found him i do found like him. that one that theory the decaying of the houses, the tumbling of the houses. There we are. You know, it's, it's all there. Right Dismantling. There. I'm sorry. Yeah. The dismant, you know, uh, the, the royal houses of the Fae, uh, their autonomy is an illusion. They are shackled to the Asteri. It's, it's, it's like right, it's right there. The Asteri can't go in to Avalon. They're repelled. Are they repelled? We don't know. Question mark. I mean, this is all like prologue, prologue stuff. Um, Bryce isn't in the world. She's in the Northern Rift. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's new mech suits that don't need pilots, just like waiting on Mount Hermon. This is all prologue stuff. Um, and then Bryce and Rune are basically disowned. Cormac is confirmed dead as fuck. And Lydia says here that she would always and has always given everything for unknown reasons. That is also told to us later. Like, all of that is in the prologue, which was released before, like, the book came out for the world. And I think that is wild because that's so much of it. Yeah. Especially, and it's just like, now how, it's just like, now that we have that, the like the book is the journey, how we go through yeah. it, how we get through it, how, so, and, and it, they're little, like, check boxes you know we're like did we get the mech suits check and there was already some sort of illusion um that we knew about the mech suits because of hosab we knew about the the rising of the dead souls to overpower this because of akasif because of the mask so like i feel like knowing that we already had so much information we're like well that makes sense well that's gonna connect like some of it didn't feel like speculating because it was just so a plus B equals C. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, later, like, Lydia goes to the dungeons and we see that Rune Hunt and Baxian are there. Their wings are cut off and, like, the mystics are all looking for Bryce. Like, we get all of this information. And then it's, like, part one, the drop. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, Whiplash, which is a criticism that, uh, Jess, you and I have heard online, yeah? Yeah, that's definitely a criticism we've been hearing on socials. But I think part of it and we talked about it in our hosab revisited episode is of the you can see it flesh out on screen and it makes i continue to to say it makes me wonder 
if that's part of the context, if she's like, if I'm looking at this, if I'm visually watching this on a screen, how would this happen? Because we talk about it with other books all the time. Yes. And, and, uh, part one, the drop, Bryce is in the Hewn City. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm going to come out and say it. I know, I know that my frustration with Bryce while she is in Prithian is because we, I'm saying I though, I statements, I know <laughs> that I, I feel that I know the characters of Akatar extremely well. So to have Bryce come in there and act like a fucking idiot is so difficult to stomach because it's like, no, they're not like, shut up and just tell them, (laughs) just tell them they're not going to do that weird shit that you think they're going to do. Like, these are good people. But in the context of Bryce, it makes sense. However, as a reader, it is <laughs> frustrating. Oh, it's so fucking frustrating. You just want to be like, just work together. Just yeah. work together. Yeah, because how I know I sent you a couple voice memos. I'm like, oh my God. And I had also gotten the book a, a couple days early. Um, you were like, start it, start it now. And I would just send you out of context voice memos. I was like, oh my God. And you go, I, I, I have no idea where this is coming from. I'm just I'm frustrated with her. But then sometimes I'm like, but I, but on the reread, I was like, I get where you're coming from, Bryce. Like you, you don't know them for shit. You don't know. You're just, your only mind is I need to get away. I need to go back home. Maybe I could find some context. She doesn't know what we know about this, this group of people. On the flip side, though, they're being really, for all we know, the the you know the most powerful you know the most powerful high lord, the most powerful court. These people are being real lax on her. You know, I have a magic bean. If if, <laughs> if someone would like to lick my magic bean, uh, it's not it's not made it of metal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Azzy, I mean, it's not made of metal, but I mean, you could try to swallow it. Here's the thing: what the fuck was that? Okay, it I statements, right? I felt like it was lazy writing. I understand it just to me, and I say this because it didn't make sense to me. Because, and Lauren, you know this. I was con- if if you didn't know these outside worlds existed. You knew the, uh, all the other courts, you all spoke the same language, you know about the fairy realms, you know about the human lands, you have you know everybody has the same language in Prithian. Nobody has needed this magic bean before. But all of a sudden you have it available in case somebody from an outside planet that you didn't know existed. Multiple. Multiple of them. Because you give them to Ember and Randall later. Yeah, it's just... The fuck? I don't know where this magic bean came from. Unless it's kind of always been there and we just assumed everybody was sharing the same language through all the seven courts. I don't know. Uh, but that just felt like... Let's just get this out of the way. There will be a magic bean and we'll continue the journey. It would have made more sense if Reese, the most powerful Hylorn, whooshed whooshed his hand and now everybody, we all understood everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Because it doesn't make sense. Why would they ever need to have it in the first place? Like, it, it just like, what's the need? How would they ever know what it was? It just doesn't make sense. And it, 
and you and and that is the argument because you could be like, oh, well, it could be like Hitchhiker's Guide with the worm. It's like, no, how would they know? It'd be with the TARDIS with the proximity translate. How would you know? Like you, you just it's it's just one of those things. Um, something else, honestly. Uh, I mean, I, we're jumping. We'll go back. But if we're talking about something that I really just kind of eh, the hologram. Uh, okay, so Nesta and Az, why were they not like, what the sh- what, what, what? Uh, for, for a land that doesn't have electricity, I want to know where this tech came from. What the shit? What the shit? You can't tell me it's just magic. You cannot just magic that. That is Princess Leia. That is Star Wars. Like, that is exactly the same fucking thing. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Okay, like- so... To that, like, you know, when Reese was doing like the Veritas ball off with like her memory, I, this would have been another good example of if they had put like all of this stuff into a Veritas ball and yes. then they, and then they like all then looked it at it together. Have fucking lost for 15,000 years. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Again, we said neutral. I mean, we are in. It doesn't in, sound like it now. We are though. We are very, we're like neutral on this. Okay. So like, what is happening with Bryce? She's being questioned by by Reese as an Amarin, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "What the fuck?" And everyone's like, "Well, what the fuck?" Yeah. Is is what it is. Yeah. And then they're like, "We can incentivize you." They're like, and it's funny. This is just the beginning. We're gonna incentivize you. Maybe you could do the magic bean. The magic bean exposes uh, the horn on her back with the book of breathings quotes. She doesn't. And let's remember, she doesn't know what's the book, what the book of breathings is. She still just kind of thought that they were just kind of Mark's designs on her back. The only thing she did know is that it, the horn was in that ink. Yes. Right. Like, I'm not. Did I? Mix- no, that's okay. exactly. Yeah. And Nesta is like, yo, that's made. Because Nesta can tell that that's made. And Bryce is like, oh, because Bryce is putting together that she's in the original homeland of the Fae. Because we got lore drops. Prithian, the land of no thoughts and lore drops. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, you can. If you want to go into the lore drops, you're more than welcome to. I don't think we need to just yet. Um, Here, maybe. I mean, like, it, I mean, it seems. I just feel to like you start, could explain it better. <laughs> it seems to start pretty fast, right? Because Bryce is like, "Yo, the Asteri, yo, oh, like yeah. the 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 rip, hell, the history." I love where like Reese is like, "That doesn't exist," and Aaron's like, "It does exist." Yeah, and and Aaron's like, like mm. "He's like, oh, apparently it exists." <laughs> yeah, he, and she they do that a couple times. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, D- there's no it? one Wait, here named Thea, and Aaron's like. Well, you know, it's there's really no, funny. we have no history of people just disappearing. And Aaron's like, well, we don't have the Asteri. The Daglin. Well, they were called the Daglin. They took a tax on our powers. We don't have that. It's called a time. It's called like, a time. Yeah. I will say Aaron is really good. Aaron's like suddenly the cereal, just like, ah, bah, bah, bah. Actually, I know. Aaron is a lot. Like, I don't know. I just liked seeing more personality and personalities from the inner circle that are, that it's completely like, not shadowed by any experience. And that goes with like Bryce's thoughts on Nesta too. Like Nesta, she's, what is it? Bryce's point of view. She's like, she's a warrior. I should not fuck with her. I have, I feel like she's pulling her punches and she's probably the strongest person in this room when it's just like her as in Nesta. And even with 
with Reese. This feels like the first time that we've had somebody be scared of Reese in a long time. Yeah, which I really appreciated too, because it the way that he's presented to us now is kind of like soft daddy, but like he's scary. And I do like that they, that Sarah made him scary again here, like put a little respect on his name. And I do also like that Bryce is like, yo, you are all powerful as fuck. Like as fuck. I and can still really hot. Like why are yeah, you all and like, so you're hot? You're all so hot. Like good Lord. Um, But, but Bryce essentially is just like, yo, you defeated the Daglin slash Asteri. I, I know this. Like, Thea, her two daughters, like, I know all of this. Like, how did you do it? And they're just like, I don't know. I don't know. Aha! Go to the dungeons. Go to the dungeons. <laughs> and I get why she's going to the dungeon. They don't know who she is. Yeah. She's a threat to, like, I get that. Like, that, I'm not. But it's funny. There's a part where, you know, she's in the dungeons. She breaks down. She goes, like, you know, what would Danica do? She jumps, she uses her guiding light. And then you find out that it was all kind of manipulated into her using her powers and her all, all everything. Um, and she goes, but they manipulated me. I should be mad at them too. I'm like, but, but Bryce, you really don't have a leg to stand on right now. No. And also you're getting exactly what you wanted. Like I, I just, we're still doing your, what you chose to lead the way anyway. Yeah. It was really, that was hard. I was like, no, you don't you don't have authority right now, honey. And what I also really like about this beginning too is when they use the the orb to for Bryce to show like all of the the guns and the mech suits and the violence and the tech and like what her world is like. And Reese is like, no thanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no he's like thanks. that that is happening now. You live like that. Because if you try to explain that, she's like, Y'all need a visual. Yeah. And he's just like, mm, you can about, keep that. Yeah. How about, and, then, and then also Reese is like, all right, well, who's who, who else can come? Like, who else can travel like worlds with you? Like, are you trying to bring these bitches here? Like, yeah. you best you best believe no, because you want to go. And I love when Nesta's like, yeah, but you're going to want to go home. Will you open that fucking gate? Who do you who's going to be on the other side? You don't know. I'm telling you, like, even if you didn't love Nesta before, even in Akis, if there's no way that you can you can read this and not have respect for her because she she's had a lot of growth in seven months that's the yeah. that's our timeline from akasif to here because she goes oh i fought lanthus like seven months ago or something so we have a timeline there too yeah and here here's a bold statement from me <laughs> in this book my favorite character is not even in this like crescent city series that would be nesta I love Nesta in this book. Nesta and Lydia are my go-tos here. That was one of the voice memos. I, I go, I'm going to say something really bald, and you're going to be like, what? And you had no context. I go, I think you're really going to like Nesta in this book. And you said, I really like Nesta in this book. Yeah, Nesta's the only one that had a fucking head on her shoulders. I swear to God, it was just driving me absolutely crazy. Driving me crazy. I, we'll, get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh Okay, we have Therian's chapters. I don't give a shit about any of Therian's chapters at all. He's enthralled the Viper Queen. I just feel like everything he did, I was like, uh, uh, you know, when he's feeling self-deprecating, Captain whatever, yes, you did leave. Like, this is all happening because of you. Because you were stupid. Yes, because you are deeply, deeply stupid. So all of those chapters, there's like, like 
essentially all of chapter two is basically like Therian's enthralled to the Viper Queen. He kind of hates it. Declan, Ethan, Tristan, Mark, and Sigrid are our new alpha wolf. And the sprites are all at the meat market trying to like figure out like what we can do for Rune, like what's going on. And Ethan is being a whiny little asshole. And he's like, but Therian's right there, you guys. Like, are you saying Rune is more important, more important than Therian? Yes. I sure as hell am. Yes. Bye. Like, shut the fuck up. He's being tortured. Like, and, and I like that because they're like, yeah, Therian chose this. Like, shut up. Yes. Like, we'll deal with him later. Like, we have bigger problems. And Ethan's like, but guys. Therian is the biggest convict in all of Midgard at this point. That's what this feels like. He should be at the prison. Yeah, for real. For real. Okay. I also very much don't care about Ethan's storyline because up until a certain point, all he does is like worry about Sigrid and then murder Sigrid and then want to bring Sigrid back to life. Oh no, if it's not the consequences of my own actions. actions. I like his arc, but I feel like we, we got a, we, I have a lot of, there was just too much of it right now, especially again, especially because we know there's a book four. Yeah. It's just like, eh, eh. But the whole point of those chapters is like, well, Therian could get us on the ocean ship because nobody really has anywhere to go because they're like trying to get info for Rune and trying to figure out safe places. But the Asteria are kind of like after them. It's like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And it's, they get attacked by the wolves. Um, and then like Sabine is there. There's a big confrontation. Sabine gets her face shot off, which I think is just like so funny. And the Viper Queen is just like taking notes about the whole thing. She's like, ah, ah, she's ah, just like ah. bad dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and she's funny. like, come with me, come with me, jeez. So, uh, but then, okay, okay, okay. Jess, would you jump in the grate in the prison if you were Bryce? No. No, absolutely not. No. What the shit? Because Why? that was Why? before. I, and I say this because that is before if like this, if my starborn, if my starborn star was guiding me the way it is in the caves, then yes, because I knew it was like it was protecting me because we know that like that's what the star is for. Those who are like loyal to you and will protect you and stuff. Yes. But she didn't have that then. I would have easily waited till the next meal. And you're like, if if she's the master of spinning bullshit, which I would think I would, I'm pretty good at, I would talk my way out of that, not go into the Sobek pit. No, ab- like, absolutely not. I spent there hissing like, oh, my gosh, no, 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 no. So absolutely would not. Just good to know. Good to know. Good to know. All right. This is also the point. OK, can I just I feel like this is chapter three ish. Where Bryce is saying that she's like, oh, yeah, I had to do all that stuff back in Hosab um, because I'm married to Hunt. Where did that come from? This just felt very my like it was just kind of thrown in there, like how that's how we found out Rowan and Aelin got married. Oh, because Hunt's being tortured and all he wants to do is think about my wife and my children and the life we could have had as he's being tortured. And how good she feels when I have sex with her. Yes. And how I should have seen this coming. Yes, Hunt, you should have. You should said, have. You, you should, should have. have. You should You've have. been through this. You have some guilt. You know what? Yeah. Have a little bit of guilt. I get, and yeah. Good for, for Bryce for even saying down the line, look, the only people who are like really responsible is the Asteri. Yes. Yes. But also... You, hunt, you never stick up for yourself. 
you you kind of just go along with everything. Yeah, it's like mm, mm, mm. Uh, he's being tortured essentially up until they're rescued. It's basically Hunt, Rune, and Baxian, uh, you know, in the trenches, bonding, you know, doing bro stuff, being tortured, biting off hands for no reason, sticking out tongues for no reason. Didn't end up helping anything. I feel bad for him. He's like, if I if I have my hand, I'll have if I don't have my hand, I could swing further to get the pit, the the iron prod or whatever to like escape. And I applaud that rune. Granted, he's delirious, was the only one like, who had a it. sense of a plan. Yeah. Yeah. He, he you know, didn't end up mattering, uh, but he had a plan and we love a man with a plan. Uh, he is mad at Lydia still, obviously. And Lydia is like trying to talk to him. Um, but she is also torturing them because she is still undercover. And we love, we love Lydia. We love Lydia. But Lydia's got a plan and it involves the Sprite Queen. We love Erethus, um, Erethus. And it's, I love how she's had to stay undercover the whole time. And she even says when she eventually does goes to undercover work in uh, the meat market, she goes, it, you know, the fact that you all hate me and don't believe me and nobody believes me shows me that I've j- done my job well. But whatever happens to these people, I'm doing it with or without you. And if I don't succeed, that's on you because you cho- like at this point, you actively chose not to save your friend. Yeah. So like that's on you. And I read this with Lydia working together. They have one week. Regula says they have one week to work together. And Lydia's like, I don't need that much time. Queen. Queen. Lydia, MVP of this book. We love it. Uh, When Bryce jumps through the gate, she says Danica would have jumped. Danica would have jumped. Rune would have spun bullshit. But Danica would have jumped. Okay. All right. Yeah, probably. Honestly, I wouldn't have... She's better than me. Danica would have talked. She she would have talked her into jumping because and again, this will be something that I bring up what well, we both will bring up at the end of this episode uh, in the Bryce Danica bonus chapter. There is something that alludes me to think that she would have jumped too. Yeah, no, I absolutely would not have jumped. Fuck this tunnel. But because again, just exactly like what you're saying. The star's not, like, leading her down there. She just, like, decides to go, and she's just like, mm, mm, I'll window down there, and, you know, I'll jump down there, see what I got. No, absolutely not. I have a, 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 this part, there's an interesting line that I don't know if it's going to have payoff, but it's just interesting that she added in, was that she, where Bryce is thinking, if Reese has as much power as the Asteri, and she goes, this is all really a hunch right now. Like, why? She's... She, Bryce has been exposed to the Asteri. So the fact that she's comparing Bryce's power to theirs, I think, is an interesting thing that Sarah threw in. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like little things you're just like, huh, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, so Bryce, Bryce, uh, the beasts shrink away from Bryce. She finds a door. She goes through the tunnels. Oh, my gosh. There's tunnels. Her star is guiding her, just like you say. And where it gets brighter, she leads. She falls asleep. And Nesta is there. Nesta. <laughs> Nesta. My favorite character in this book the only one with a head on her neck uh she's got ataraxia we love it and uh you know bryce really fucks over nesta a few times even though it's like you times <laughs> and you know you know nesta's like what the shit like i'm tired even even when bryce jumps into the water 
And she's just like, because we wouldn't have to be cold. We wouldn't have to be wet. We could have just flown down here if you told me, talked to Mm -hmm. me, anything. Yep. Uh, Love this callback to the worm. Yes. I love this. I think, honestly, I feel like Sarah did a couple course corrections in this book on purpose just to like correct the fandom and be like, no, see, the worm is actually scary. It's not just that SpongeBob meme, you know, like. (laughs) Well, yeah. And then she reiterates it, not just in this scene, but. Baxian, she tries to explain it to Baxian. He's like, I don't want to know. And then she keeps telling him. She's like, okay, I told you I didn't want to know. She's like, I didn't want to know either. Here I am. If I, it's like when we send each other things. You're like, if I have to know, you have to know this too. <laughs> yep. Something that I really like here is when the the worm like shows up, right? And it's like Bryce and Nesta, right? There's a chasm. There's a bridge. Like it's a whole thing. Um, and she, Bryce freezes. Like, Bryce absolutely freezes, and Nessa is like, what the shit? Like, you cannot freeze. You have to fight. I really like that. And Bryce's character arc is like, she freezes here, and then she is in the middle of a battlefield at the end of this book. So I do like that character arc um, that starts here. Well, and then she's like, I don't want to be like, these are powerful people. I can't let them thinking I'm weak either. Like, she really was like, I definitely see disappointment in her eyes like i don't want nesta like this person i just met this like strong powerful warrior to think that i'm not capable i've gone through i've gone up against hysteria i've gone against archangels and i can't do this it's interesting yeah and then we also get like lore drops like there was the high queen here meanwhile because this whole book is like meanwhile Whiplash, over here yeah. meanwhile over here <laughs> meanwhile hunt in the prison is having like a talk with apollyon and adis and they're like, yo, what are you doing? Why you got like this like black crown on your head? What's, what the fuck are you doing? You stupid, stupid but, man. Which, but yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But at the same time, I'm also Just like, tell him, tell him. Just of say course. it. Like, no, well, this is what we had in Hosab. They were like, when Adis or Apollyon were like, oh, did you really think that we wouldn't have told you? Or, you know, Rigelis was like, oh, I can't believe you fell for it. You really think so-and-so would have told you all of this, Bryce? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know him. They're doing the same thing here. Oh, why do you still have this on? I don't know. Why would I? Don't I? Know. They've always, they've put it on me before. It just feels different now because, you know, instead of a witch putting it on me, it was one of the Asteri, which as much as we shit on Hunt, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and, you know, they're like, your father, you know, the black crown, it can't contain you, you know, he doesn't even know who his father is. Nobody's telling him shit. Of course, he's confused. He's just he's just like, what the shit? There's not even context there. You could be like, oh, context clues, bro. There was none. No, no, there's absolutely none. Oh, my gosh. Um. So while that is happening, meanwhile... <laughs> Uh, Therian. It's literally my notes. It goes, meanwhile, in Prithian, meanwhile, at the meme market. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lydia, Lydia has a queen, or Lydia, the queen, I swear to God, uh, goes to the Viper Queen and she has a plan and she's got to get everybody on board with the plan. She needs her plan B and yeah. like her, her contraceptives. It, it, she, poor, that poor girl. Yeah. She is, she is in it for the cause and spoiler for her kids. Yes, for her, absolutely, I did not see coming kids. Uh, but she's at the meat market, and she's like, oh, hi, Therian, and at all, <laughs> literally everybody else. Um, uh, BT Dubs, we all need to get on board because I'm going to rescue Rune in three days, and here's the plan. Figure it out. I need y'all. 
yeah, figure it out, figure it out. Um, it's, it's, it's like, it's really crazy because like, meanwhile, <laughs> e- like, or it's not even like that, but like five hours later, Ethan and the Viper Queen, uh, make a fight to a death bargain and he ends up killing a fucking secret. But like, and that plays out, that scene plays out over like a thousand chapters. So many. But this scene is also consistent with what you and I always say with our wishes. You have to be so specific. And I love that Ethan's like smart thought is I really should have Mark here because he's the lawyer and can talk about all the details and like all the loopholes. But he's like, well, I'll, you know, ask, you know ask for forgiveness later because he doesn't say, okay, well, who am I fighting? When is this going to like, he's not asking even like the most basic questions of like, okay, well, how long do we have to fight for? Like we can do, does it have to end in death? Like, can we just have like a knockout? Cause even Therian at one point, they were like, it's over when there's a knockout and Viper Queen's like, mm, that wasn't part of the, that wasn't part of the, the rules. Like these are all things that could have been stipulated ahead of time. Yeah. But no, no, no thoughts, no thoughts, <laughs> no thoughts. Uh, Nesta and Bryce are just like walking along, looking at carvings, saving Nesta from like Indiana Jones traps in the walls. Very fun. Good for her. I also think it's fun because I understand because I've heard this too, where Bryce is like trying to share her personal life because that's what Randall said. said, Like if you're ever like, you know, captive, you're, you're, if you're ever a captive, you like share personal stuff. This, that, the other thing. I've actually, I have heard that. And, um, and Nesta's straight up like, good for you that doesn't do a shit right now does it yeah <laughs> really, she's like don't I care really, and Bryce is like i just want to be kind of friends but really that's not her point at this she she doesn't want to be friends at this point she just wants to get out yeah she just wants to get out because she's looking at she is looking at all of these carvings because she's an art major right this is why it's important she's here and she because she doesn't suck at this job and she is looking at Faye kneeling, right? There's light. You know, humans are like chained up. Uh, there's like crucifixions and blood eagles happening. Uh, you know, there's also things in the darkness. Asriel's in the darkness being creepy, trying to like freak her out, which I think is just so cute. <laughs> What's he doing? He's like, make some noise over there. Go. And she's like, I feel like the shadows are watching. And then the like, shadows are watching me. He's like, Ooh. and then, you know, Nesta's like, like looking back, like, like, stop it. He's like, boy, Ooh. calm down. I, I think it's really cute. <laughs> I, I, those cute little animations, I think it would be really adorable. Yeah, real cute, yes. real cute. Uh, we also have Pegasus, right? There's queens and crowns, like there's archipelagos, lots of archipelagos. It's very important. Very important. Uh, Memento Mori. There's hellscapes underneath. Uh, then we get to the river. Then we get to the river. We get we get scrape palms, which is like the thing. Um, but we get to the river and we dive into the river and we get a cave in. And then we get Az just being like, Whew. <laughs> I love Az. Az is so... He has talked more in this book than he has in the six that we have or the five that we have. I, I just love him. Uh, he is bothered by the sword and the knife being so close together. He's like very twitchy. And Nessa's like, I've never seen him so fucking twitchy. <laughs> She's like, it, he is, isn't he? It's like, it's really like, stop. Like, it's, it's very funny. I, I, I like that. Um, there's lots of talk of like to like, and there's lots of talk of, uh, again, like the Daglin. How do we not talk about Nesta wearing the mask here? 
because they got the men men guard worm. Where Bryce is like, like Midgard? Yeah, she's like, what? <laughs> or like what she tells us. She's like, he goes, oh, this truth teller. And she goes, does it tell the truth? It goes, it makes, makes people. people. <laughs> it makes okay, people tell us. the truth. She's like, okay. <laughs> Are you going to sing a song at me too? Yeah. <laughs> hey, emo boy. Um, <laughs> so funny. Just, just so funny. Bryce is also, but she's like luring the worm because she is like, her scratched hands from the river. She's like putting the blood all over everything, right? Like this is where she kind of is a little bit smart because he goes, "Why aren't you he-? like?" As is asking, "Why aren't you healing?" She goes, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Your knee, your knees have healed, but your hands aren't healing." And she goes, and she deflects and goes, "Oh, like my brother, you know, and you have scars on your hands too. Those aren't healed." And he goes. Don't talk about my hands, you know? Like, obviously, we know that's a really sore that's subject for That's the thing I'm sensitive about. Yeah, like, we know that's a really sore subject for us. But she deflected. Meanwhile, she's been picking the scab so she could lure the Midgar worm the whole time. Yeah, which is dumb. Dumb. It's just dumb. I'd rather go against the Fae than that worm, wouldn't you? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why? Why is she doing this? She's doing this because she doesn't trust Nesta yeah. and Azriel. But like, you're alone in the tunnels. But her thought process is like, this is meant for me. This isn't meant for like whoever is here. Like, but okay. Okay. They have all your supplies. What the fuck are you doing? Like, you have no idea where you are, how long you're going to be here, what direction to go in. All you have is your star. You're going to leave these people that are taking care of you? They brought provisions. They brought her water. They brought her snacks. They brought her food. And they didn't murder you on sight. Multiple times they could have. For escaping your prison cell. Like, I I just don't... Again, all, you know, Prithian, all vibes, no thoughts. I... I even with the distrust, you could not pay me to leave people in fucking caves by luring a monster. No, no, absolutely not. Safety in numbers, especially when there's a big monster. I just can't. I just can't. But like Nesta putting on this mask is amazing. Amazing. Give me the art. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I that is one thing I'm really excited about this book is the art that's going to come out of yeah. it because there's a lot of scenes that will uh, Nesta having control of the the mask. Um, I know as talking the mask off of her, being yeah. like Cassian's Cassian's at home. You know the fact that he mentioned Feyre and Elaine are at home. Gwen and Emery are at home. Your nephew Nix is at home. She was like. She she's that aunt, and I totally relate to that. That's what like snaps her out of it. Yep, I love it. I love it. Uh, but Bryce like again sets them up, feels guilty, goes back, and they're like, "Hey, fuck you, your bait. We're gonna kill this thing." They end up doing it. We love it. Nesta is a total badass, killing that thing again. Talks the mask off of her. Awesome. Um, they real uh, Nesta says like Re- uh, Reese was really fucking smug when you jumped down in that drain. He he was like, I knew she would. I know, <laughs> you know, he was like, I bet in there. Every, you know, everybody was, he probably would did. Yep, yep, I love I it. I was right. He's a definitely an I told you so guy. He'll, he'll, um, he'll deny yeah. it, but there's no way that he's not. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, so what do we have? As he's got like undiluted power to Bryce, he powers her up. They winnow across things. There's carvings of the cauldron, Ramiel, the dread trove, you know, all of this stuff, all of this stuff. And Bryce explains like first light, second light, you know, souls, all, all, all of this. Nesta gives Bryce back her phone and there, there's a very cute, like, it's just killing us. We just really want to know how it works. That was adorable. I really liked that. <laughs> I really liked that. And then they get to that massive archway with the the spike, and she tucks touches the spike, and they and they go in, and and then they're transported from Hewn City, like under Hewn City, to the Dusk Court, the yes. prison. Yeah, to the pr- yeah to the <clears throat> prison to the prison. And as is like, I don't know. It's like a fucking portal. We couldn't have. Ness is like, did we walk under the ocean? And as is like, what the fuck are you no i would have been but no we don't have light we don't have any sense of time so i would have been like how how far have we been walking yeah he's like absolutely not jesus christ like yeah, and 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 good for nesta because she's just like i don't know i haven't been here that long i'm still new to all this yeah she's like, i don't know like damn like i'm I, i'm in my late 20s as you're in your 500s you tell me so they're they're walking along in under the prison and they get to uh, the room with the Midgard constellations, right? And Bryce is like, oh, look, 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 She's look, like, look. this is my land. Yay, right? And then she steps on the, the star. There's the eight-pointed star. That's and we where get the, the harp was, right? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and that's where the harp was. Um, and, and she's like, and Nessa's like, yeah, the harp stopped time. And Bryce is like, what? Well, I, I will admit that there, this part where she goes, there's something supposed to be there for me. There is this little part of me was like, oh, my God, Danica fucking went back to Prithian ah. and pulled that shit because Nesta is also saying, like, I'm this is all really familiar. I remember seeing remember when we had the shadows of like the trove items and then obviously the fourth one was like hidden. I was like, I wonder if this is like part of that connection from book one from where like Danica pulled some Danica shit came to Prithian, grab, grabbed the horn, brought it back. To, I, I wouldn't put anything past Danica, honestly. So she could, that could have happened. But again, no expectations going into this. No. So it was, it was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, meanwhile, Sigrid is dead in this fight and the sprites have burned down the meat market. Woo. And in our Woo. theory fashion, it's no head, not dead. Sigrid dead. She hurt. She is decapitated. Dead as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Dead as fuck. So that's that storyline. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> like, okay. Um, we meanwhile. Have... Yeah. Meanwhile. meanwhile. Rune is telling Lydia, you're dead to me. Oh, yeah. They're fighting. They're mentally fighting. And he gets and Rune gets his hand bitten off. Uh, for no reason, and Rigelus appears, and he's like, "Hello, here. This is stupid. What are you doing? If you were this bored, I like we would have came and said hi to you sooner. <laughs> like, what? What? What did you think you were gonna do here exactly? Something that I noted that's happening a lot in this book, and again, this is just setting them because we every time we're going back to the meat market, they're really setting Tristan up to be like, he's such a powerful fae. He's so this. He's so that. And I don't know if that means that we're setting it up for book four or if that's just the tie-in to be like, look how powerful he is on Valen. He's yeah. an earthy fae. He's an earthy fae. Hmm. Who can say? 
the harpies being reborn. Lydia knows that. That's so good. And now, so Jess, tell me about Star Wars. Tell me about the hologram. Tell me about it. Oh, I was hoping you were going to make me explain this one. This one's still so confusing to me. So Thea, no, Celine. Thea was high queen of Prithian. She was married to Finn. Um, she Finn was just like, hey, we have all this power. And she was like, I want fucking more. So her and Peleus, who is kind of like her second in command, set up for Finn to die. And prior to her death, she has two kids. She has Helena and Celine. And so Finn dies in the middle of Prithian, where we know where everything is, um, including the bog, which I thought was a fun little throwback because we obviously know how serious the middle is. Um, and now she wants to rule planets. They want to open up worlds. And um, at what point is the Asteri come into play where she starts oh Thea also has to split her power between her and her daughters because she doesn't trust Peleus anymore because Peleus is working Peleus is working with the Asteri um and these as we know with what we know with the Asteri is they are intergalactic parasites they're constantly looking for planets to um thrive on and really what's like ignorant people i want to say or like i wouldn't i won't say ignorant i'll say naive people who want to be like oh well this sounds like a great possibility of another world and another adventure um because they call like the the adventuring traveling people like they're wayfarers so they're like looking for that discovery and like where can we kind of grow our civilization somewhere else so that's why we have all our portals but really it's just food for asteri yes yeah, just that's pretty good. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm because there's so much lore and it's the history and like we we shut our people out, but then we wanted to live. So we let ourselves in. But we have the Pegasus and people are fighting and it comes down to Thea always wanting power. And then the daughters saw what like absolute what, what's the saying? Absolute power corrupts absolutely and they were just like we don't want it but like now we're stuck with it because our mother kind of left it on us yep oh and that's one of the things she was like oh this is my burden to at the end of the whole lore dump she goes this is my burden to bear i share with my family now it's your burden bye bye i was like what bye. she's like hope you forgive me okay thanks bye and Bryce is like fuck you i don't all right, let me glance through my notes. My notes say Celine looks like Reese's sister. Yes. Uh, so the High Fae were slaves to the Daglin, and the humans were slaves to the High Fae. They had the tithe. Uh, Thea um, looks like Lydia, which I thought was like interesting. That was just like a real quick comparison that Bryce makes. Um, the 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 Asteri created the dread trove, but they didn't use it and they fought over it a lot. So Thea hit it, right? Uh, she, yeah, she's married to, to Finn. Uh, the cauldron was warped by the Daglin. It is the kill switch of Prithian. That's why it was warped. It, it can create as well as um, destruction. Good to know. Oh, yeah, because... Prior to the Asteri, the cauldron is just, it's just good. It's what creates. Um, I don't think it's in this book, but it's in the, uh, ne Nesta Azrael Bryce chapter, the Walmart edition, um, where he, where 
Azrael goes into the cauldron a little bit more about like how that's the origin story. Like it's all good. Interesting. Until this. Here is where they're like the Asteria like fucked it up and made it the kill switch. Mm. And they did. So creation as well as destruction. The Daglin also chose the prison island because the mists were indicators of thin places, right? That became Thea's royal seat. And it's like the dust twilight land magic. All this, you know, you know the land um, is like kind of powering their magic. And that's why we get to uh, the Asteri that's at the bottom of that. Very interesting. I, there's so much lore. And I even like where Nesta's like, because it, it applies to them, too. It's not just applying to Midgard because Nesta, the first thing she says is, does Reese know about this? We need to tell mm-hmm. Reese because her mind is thinking about Nyx. Because mm-hmm. it's all about the males in this, like this, um, the males on this, like, lineage, things are getting passed down to. Because her first son was, uh, you know, she's talking about her son and, like, her son's sons and her great-grandsons. And then it's only until later that she's like, we realize that, like, men and patriarchy suck. And so now we're going to give our star power to pass along to the, the females in our line. So, so... So, uh, Thea, Thea wanted to give the crown to her daughters, and Finn said no. So Peleus and Thea murdered him, right? Oh yeah, because he I, he wanted to give it to her daughters, or she still wanted it. She was like, they don't. She did. He did. Okay. Yeah, and so she said, "All right, fuck you." And then uh, Thea wanted. Each of her daughters to have their own world. So that's why, you know, she started to really talk about doing the whole world thing. And she trusted Peleus because Peleus knew where to go. He found a world. He said it was empty. He called and the Daglin answered. So that's why they opened it and Rigelus was waiting for Thea. There was a mass exodus into Midgard, but there were other people there. Um, they wiped out the human civilization. And Thea didn't trust Peleus at all, so she hid the horn and the harp in uh, pockets of nothingness, and she left the gate open um, so that, you know, you could, like, reclaim into Prithian. What else? I will say, this is also, I think they quarrel. what did I quote? I go, they quarreled over who could control the trove. This is the Asteri. Um, So more often than not, the trove went unused and it was their downfall. So I just want to throw that in because this is the exact argument that Amran is making in Akasif saying, Reese, step the fuck up, because if you don't, these trove items, these things are going to get into the wrong hands. And I feel like that line, again, as we're getting this lore dumped, is going to be significant for Akatar 6. Yes. Here, here's some interesting more lore, right? Uh, there were shapeshifters that were already on Midgard. Some of the, you know, some of them had long teeth. They were wilder. They had elemental magic, but they were already there and they answered to Rigelus already. I want to know who fucked that up. Yeah. Cause we for know real. that's Terrison. I want to know who trusted Rigelus so bad. Cause then even, you know, they're talking about Danica and Lydia at the end of the book and she's saying like, Look, Danica's telling me they bred the Fey ears out of us. Like, we just became shifters, but with this hardcore elemental magic. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, mm. at this point, Thea and Peleus break up. And this is where um, 
uh, Helena and or Helen and Celine, right? Helena and Celine, yeah, uh, you know, of shadows and light. They spy on the Asterian. This is where they learn the truth that they're parasites and they have to defeat them. This is where we have star maps, um, where we use the harp and the horn. This is where Adis answered, right? This is where we talk about hunting the Asteri. This is where, um, like Parthos was the stronghold. This is like the whole thing. Um, uh, this is also where we get Jesus Christ. Um, because this is the Star Wars lore dump. This is the parasite infection in the water. Chapters, chapters, and chapters of this. This is a lot going on. Whether you do it through audio, which we both did, or read it physically, which I did, it's a lot no matter how you cut it. It's so much. So the parasite infection in the water, you know, this is, you know, if you opt out, you're sucked dry. They call that old age, but it's just the parasite eating you. That's why you have to give some of your power to the drop. That's why you're like shackled to the asteri. Humans are unaffected by this, right? Um, I think this is important. This is important to note. Like, that's why the drop was this official thing. And you had official places where you can do the drop because, again, I picked it up on the reread. This is why it was so like why it was another big deal that Sophie Renast didn't go to an official drop point. She went to an illegal drop point and the Asteri need it to be official. So it goes right to their little charging chairs. Exactly. Exactly. Let's see. Uh, Soldiers. I mean, this is all Star Wars. Soldiers from hell come 50,000. It was not enough. Thea's got her sword, right? Peleus takes her down. Um, Selena, or, uh, yeah, Selene has the harp and the dagger, and Helena has the horn. Um, there's a big wolf attack, right? Um, okay, Selene goes back to Prithian. Yeah. Helena stays yes. and has kids with Peleus. Pe- yes. And Peleus kills Thea with the sword. So we're getting all of this from Selene's perspective in Prithian. She goes back through the door. She doesn't fight for her sister. There's like a whole, she like, you know, her, Helena like pushes her. Yeah, like, she pushes yeah. it. So I, I, yeah, she's like, I don't want her to be a part of this or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a whole thing. So she, so uh, Celine gets through the archway. She lands back in Prithian. Like she hears people like screaming and clawing at the rock. That's the scene that we have in Akasif. With, yeah, with Nesta. This is Celine then like uses her power and like carves her story or whatever on the walls so that everybody will remember it. Nobody does. Spoiler. Nobody does because she concocted it that way because she says like, I don't want like I'm so ashamed of our history. So I rewrote history to make it sound like this myth and this lore. And it's like nobody knows. But I knew and I just wanted people to forget about it. So it's not like nobody it wasn't talked about because she created it that way. Which is stupid because it was supposed to be passed down through the male line in her family. And then she was like, oh, by the way, memory, no. And then nobody does. That's why Reese doesn't know about it. Let's see. Uh, The palace. So Celine's palace, then she made the prison because there's an Asteri underneath it sucking all the power of the land. That's why there's no more islands. So she, to hide that Asteri, she fills it with monsters. That's when Amarin goes in. Um, All of the Pegasus die. Well, didn't Amarin... Amarin made a comment. She goes, this is like, really, I don't remember a ton of it because I was already in when this shit was going down. So that's so like that. She's like, I I don't know. We still don't know what Amarin is, but whatever she is, it was threatening enough to have Celine believe that she should be there. 
Yep. Celine then conceals her identity and ends up marrying a high lord, the high lord of the night court. Keys her son to the prison. And, you know, there's a weapon down here, passed down, etched in stone. It's never passed on. Ha ha ha. Um, and Bryce is like, you know, she lied until history erased, you know, all of this. Like, this power isn't like this thing that I should be proud of anymore. It's this like coward's power. Um, I feel ashamed of it. And Bryce has to like work through that. Um, but then, Jesus Christ, but then, but then, but then uh, she she goes into this room with the eight-pointed star and she's like looking around and like nobody else can come in because there's like boards and stuff. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to like, bam, fall through the floor. God well, damn she, it. She was trying to be like, maybe there's something here because of like some thing that Celine said that was like, huh, I wonder if she's left it here. Maybe she meant literally. And she's just like, Oh, there's my power. Yeah, but she, you know, but as is like, I need to go tell Reese. And he goes to tell Reese. And Bryce is like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Commands the rock, breaks the floor. And then they're all face to face with a fucking hysteria. And I cannot get on board with anything that Bryce does in this scene. No, that part, I was, I'm still so, like, she goes, I just want to get answered. Even after, even after Nesta killed the hysteria bad bitch that she is she she was like Bryce was like but I wanted answers and this is where I'm like the Asteri straight up told you you thought I was gonna give you answers I hate you you're not a pure blood you're not pure fey I don't like you you think I'm gonna give you answers to kill my brothers and sisters absolutely fucking not and then Bryce is still thinking but she was gonna give me no Believe no. the words that are coming out of her mouth. Yeah, like no, no. She's like, you're gonna tell me, and he's gonna take me, and they're like, we're gonna take the horn off. My yes, we probably are. Did you just did you did we listen to the same history? And you showed us what's happening over there. We have a right to be kind of fucking scared right now. Yes. Meanwhile, Rogulus has taken <laughs> some of Hans' lightning for reasons. And Lydia has started her plan. Love her plan. Um, she has, you know, she's torturing the, the Sprite Queen, the hag, you know, make it believable. She's really working with the Sprite Queen, uh, to get her uh, brand off. And Lydia is starting her plan. But, but we got fucking Bryce and Prithian being like, so get up then. No. No, as and Nesta are better than me. Like, I no, she no, I would have a mm -mm, no, no, absolutely not. It's like that is terrifying, right? Like, because reading this, I was like, what is that? What is that going to be? Oh, that's an hysteria. Well, shit, don't open it. Don't open it. Get your even even if you were trying to get your answers. You can get she your can answers with you. them. You can, yeah, she can hear you because you can hear her because she's like, oh, yay, a foot soldier. Let me out, Asriel. And Asriel's like, the fuck, I won't. Yeah, Asriel's like, like, fuck off. Like, whatever. I do like this little, again, lore drop. Like, As has to have some starborn blood to be able to, like, handle, like, holding both the knife and the sword. Love that. Soldier, make the tithe so that I can get the fuck out of here. He's like, no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but this is Vesperus, the evening star. She's and 
Um, Bryce is like, oh, there's another one called the Evening Star. She's like, I'm the Evening Star. I'm the original Evening Star. Uh, fine, but I like Bryce is like, I get fine. You both, you just give me some answers. Yeah, it's like you whatever. both can have the title Evening Star. Yep. Not for you. I like that the Asteria is like, I know these weapons. Of course, a, a blacksmith knows their own creation. I like that a lot. We have some lore dropping about Analias, and Azra's like, whoa. So that'll be important in six. That was already important because that was the name we couldn't remember in our Akasif episode because Analias was the one who was um, guarding the top of Ramiel in the right, in the blood right. Or to, that's what the blood right is for, is to play, pay homage to Analias. So it's just, it's all, it's all very interesting there. Like, mm, interesting, interesting. Uh, and this, again, this here's like, I could go the middle. Like, you don't have to kill me. I could go the middle. This is, again, where we get the the cauldron being the kill switch to Prithian. This is where we have the the misty thin places, right? And this is also where we have the, the core. Of, this is where Bryce realizes that destroying the core of First Light is not going to be enough to actually kill the Asteri. You have to, like, actually murder them as well as getting rid of this core of first light it's not just like one or the other and then she's like well get up let's talk ma'am like let's sit cross-legged on the floor like girlies and um this vesperus is just like sucking up power right sucking up power through prithian's first light core and i love that Bryce was like, you don't understand. You, and, and she, what does she goes? You don't understand. She hasn't fed or done anything for 15,000 years. You didn't take that into account. And Nessa's like, yeah, we freaking did. Yeah, we freaking did. This is wild. And if she still has this, and my thing is also like, if she has this much energy to engage and interact in 15,000 years, you should be scared because when we watched Underworld, it had only been 2,000 years and he needed some energy. Yeah. Yeah. And this Asteri was not acting like him. No, no, not at all. Bryce uses both blades and like stabs her. It like doesn't work. Nesta is furious, right? Bryce is like, why did you, why? I needed to ask her questions, right? So they end up killing this Asteri. And then Bryce in her rage, like, makes a laser and draws a line in the sand. Uh, and she's like, uh, Bryce is like, I won't tell anybody about you. You know, you're going to be safe, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go. And she uses the court's uh, coffin as a gate. And Nessa's like, yo, Bryce, you are a monster. Bye. You are exactly, but it, like, this is like, you are exactly what, you were complaining about essentially and yeah and she's like love will do that to you peace yeah peace bye and i remember texting you just like being like i cannot believe that is how she left prithian yeah because that's how she leaves prithian she does not go back that's the second text i got because i think eddie said something to me earlier he was he was like is that that's how she leaves yeah that was wild i couldn't believe that i couldn't believe it part two the search Bryce is in the Autumn King's house at 3 p.m. on a Friday. She's been gone about five days. Yeah. Which. (laughs) 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 Which, again, doesn't fucking align. Okay, I have questions already. Because if it's been about five days, right? And we know for a fact, timeline-wise, because she goes to bed, comes back, and then she goes to bed again in Rune's room. That's 
Rune's room. That's two days. That gives us a week. But then we still have time in Prithia or Valen. And then once we get to Eternal City, she goes, I can't believe a week ago. What? How? No, a lot's happening. Maybe, maybe time works really differently in Lunathian. I don't know. That's, that's, that's wild shit. That's, that's wild shit. That's wild shit. Uh, just tell us about this Autumn King. Uh, situation because all that really happens in a meanwhile setting is that Ethan goes and sees Jessica at the House of Flame of Shadow, uh, demanding a necromancer. Yes. Well, I mean, what? So she basically she sets it up to for when she jumps through the portal to be called to uh, the Autumn King because she wants answers. She wants to. She knows uh, the Autumn King is really the only other person that to her awareness that has been looking deep into the Ori, into other worlds, who is the only one who was obsessed with the Star Sword and the power of the Fae. So she kind of sets it up for her to be in his house for like X amount of time. Um, and also does it in a way that she knew the Autumn King would send everybody away. It's only her and him. And she tries to like... I don't know. I don't want to say like emotionally manipulate him, but try to get to just like try to get some answers in um, through, I guess, in a little bit. I guess it is like a little bit of like emotional manipulation to get some of her answers because she brings up her mom. She brings up Randall and she's even like, are you jealous of Randall? You're jealous of humans. And he I just She's she's using him for the resource that he is so she can get more information of how to use not only the star sword, but the truth, but truth teller, because, you know, when two blades unite, so shall our people. She also says, like, and and this is after Jess, like, you're right. She spends a couple of days there. She's like, you know, you know, Randall's my true father. Right. You're just jealous about Randall. Uh, this is before she shackles him. <laughs> Spoilers, shackles him and throws him in a closet, which I think is just like so funny. I think uh, it's so, so funny. And she even brings it up. She goes, I put Micah in a bathroom. You're yeah. in the basement. You, you got a lot more than him. She's like, Oh, you thought I didn't come here intentionally? Like you thought I came here by accident? You thought which I, I like that she's like, I'm just your dumb little party girl biological daughter i do appreciate when she uses people's um perception of her against them i always yes. I, I do i do love that um meanwhile <laughs> in the eternal city lydia is our baddie that she is has successfully planned the escape I'm emotional wreck both times that I've read this. It is such a lovely scene. She gets Hunt. She gets Rune. She gets Baxian. And, like, it's one of those situations, uh, you know, when you look at the different POVs where Cassie, everybody knew that um, Feyre and Reese were mates and nobody else saw it. And then everybody knew that Cassie and Nesta were mates, but, like, they were kind of denying it. Everybody knows that Rune and Lydia are mates. They were Because like, even Hunt says... This is only happening because this is, yeah. this, this is nothing to do with us. This is strictly because she has it down bad for her mate. Yeah, like really down bad for her mate. Uh, Arith, Arith, Arithmith, Arithmus, Arithus, uh, Arithus. Arith- I- I cannot say the name. Uh, lights it up. That was one of my favorite oh. moments when all the spine starts exploding. Like, oh, Fan, it's so give us good. the art. This is going to yeah. be. So, I, I, this will be so good. All, all, all the creators, all the artists, everything that's going to come out of this, I'm really excited for. 
Yep. Uh, Lydia realizes that she can't, uh, you know, she needs a diversion. She can't go with everybody. Like, they need to fly. It has to be a whole thing. She shifts and leaps off a fucking mountain. And Therian saves her, bless. And they end up on a submarine. And we have then again another meanwhile of <laughs> Jessica, the Jessica reveal. The Jessica reveal being one of the priestesses. Did you expect, did you have yeah. like, cause you, I know you were like, there's no, I'm not going to speculate anything. We just knew they're like, who, who is Jessica? What's her story to tell? Yeah. No, I had obviously, I had no idea. I had no thoughts, just vibes here, but I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. No, that, that makes total makes sense. sense. Yeah. It makes total sense. Like I, I really enjoyed this reveal. I liked a little bit getting to know Jessica a little bit more. I wish she would stay. I wish this version of her would have stuck around. We saw more of this version of her because yeah. she really takes Ethan under her wing a lot, too. Yeah. I, I like I liked her a lot. So, uh, you know, Jessica and Ethan are just like talking in the House of Flame and Shadow, just bonding while he's packing up her office, which is just so funny. And he never comments on it. He's just like, yeah, I'm just packing up all this stuff for no reason. <laughs> he never. In, well, he does at one point and she goes, Bryce knew when to keep her mouth shut. You keep doing, she, and he's like, and we know this because you know, Bryce just kind of bitched about it a lot. But she's like, just, just do what you're told. And the only thing that I feel like really got her to the one of the things that really got her to, uh, to spill to Ethan was he was like, who are you? What are you? And we know a lot because the shifters have like a keener sense of smell than other than the other people in Midgard. So she's like. Okay, but all this while he's packing, she knew she was finding a way out because this has all been preparation to set Bryce up to be the keeper of this history. Yep. Yeah, and it is good. And Jessica got her power from Apollyon because he was still like ripe with power after he ate Sirius. And it was just this is it's. You know, it's good. I really, I really like it. And she was like, you know, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm waiting for a safer world. Like I'm got these books. Like it's, it's, it's a whole thing. I, I really do. I like Jespa. And I, I wish again, I wish you'd stick around. Uh, Meanwhile, <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, Lydia, Lydia wakes up. It's going to be my favorite transition of this yeah. episode. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, maybe that's the episode title. <laughs> Meanwhile. Uh, Lydia wakes up and it is revealed that she's got two boys on this submarine. Hello, boys. Oh, everything she's been doing has been for her kids this entire time. Yep. The entire time. Uh, you know, and then Lydia sees them and the principal says, no, you can't meet them right now. What the fuck? You're like dripping blood in your like hospital gown. And she faints. She faints. Uh, Therian, Hunt, and Baxian meet the scary ocean queen. And Therian is like, yo, everybody's mad at me. Hey. I've defected from my court, from the Viper Queen, from, you know, it's going to be the ocean <laughs> court. Yeah, like, keep naming them, keep naming them. And then this is where we get bum, 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 Bryce appears. Ah. And, and now the whole gang's back together whole gang is back together. Tell me that this doesn't remind you of when Aelin just like puffs up in Empire Storms. Yep. It's just like, hello. Hello. I like the Ocean Queen. She's like, oh, okay. Okay. Queen of the Fae. Is your father alive? Is he alive? Hmm? I she didn't just... get the memo. She's like, 
I do like where she starts taking, like, it feels like she's taking ownership mm-hmm. of, like, I do need to step up. At, at least the way it's written up until this point and how she's thinking about, like, carrying herself like a queen and Rune has, like, said these things. She's like, I do need to step into this role of a leader. Yeah, which is that nice. goes south real quick. But, real quick, but real quick. it feels good at that point right now. Yeah, because here she's like, all I want to do is like fuck Hunt, but I realize that we have stuff to do. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> and this is also where you know Bryce is telling the Ocean Queen, like, "Yo, what about this fucking parasite?" And the Ocean Queen's like, "I knew it was something. I knew it was something." Yeah, and she says, "She's like, you're not surprised. Yeah, why are you yeah. not surprised?" Yeah. So it's like, mm, well, you know what? Like, let, let's work together. Like, you were working with Ophian. Like, you were doing all of this. Let's see what we could do to work together. I trust the Hell Princes. Hunt trusts the Hell Princes. Like, come on, take some refuge. Like, let's do all of this stuff. Offer a safe harbor. And the Ocean Queen is like, yo, like, I'm doing all this shit. We were here, like, before the Asteri. We're like, just trying to, like, apo- apologies for the pun. We're not trying to rock any boats right now. Yeah, it's like we're doing all this other stuff. But, like, all right. And also, Hunt's like, we got to go to Avalon. Like, Avalon. We got to go. We got to go to Av- Avalon. And Ocean Queen's like, all right, fine. And then, okay. And then what follows, though, I think, is just coming together and coming apart and coming together and coming apart and catching each group up on all of the information. Yeah. Right? Because here is the reunion and Bryce tells everybody about everything. And then and then she was like, where's and she says she's like. Where is everybody? Because I don't want to repeat this multiple times. And she's like, your brother is with his girlfriend. She's like, I got to tell him later. But like every reunion, there's just like multiple reunions time and time again. Yeah. That's, it's a lot of that. And at this one, she, they're like, you know, Lydia has kids. You know, this is what happened in Prithian. And then this is where our love spans across worlds. You're my home. I said I needed to go home and it took me right here. That's how I got here, Hunt. But then they fight, and I like this. <laughs> not because of anything, but I do think I do think it's realistic. It's not after a big ordeal like that. It is not always falling into each other's arms and yeah. loving on each other. Sometimes it's just like, "Yo, this is all the shit that's going on." I'm a little bit angry. Like, I like what's going on. And Hun is really like racked with guilt up until this point. And they're both like, you know, you kept me going. You kept me going. Like, I'm sorry for getting into this mess. I should have stopped us. And Bryce is like, what? 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 I'm sorry. Are you feeling guilty? We don't have time for that right now. We and, have to and- put our shit as- Like, th- there's other things we need to focus on. And he makes her feel bad about it, too. He's like, well, yeah. you don't know what I've gone through. You didn't have, you know, watch your friends get carved out of. She's like, No. I didn't. I didn't know where the fuck I was or if I was even going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where HUD is like, you know what? I'm really not sure of the cause. This is where he doubts and he continues to doubt up until later, which, you know. Well, and even and he'll say he's like, fine, I I support you. You have she's like, I need more than you just saying you're going to support me. I need Mm -hmm. all of you in this. Speaking of all of this. Jess, I know you want to talk about Rune and Lydia and the acceptable sad female backstory line oh it's so okay so i just love i 
no, no secret. I love Rune. I love Lydia. I love both of them individually. I love them together. I love that Lydia has been trying to communicate this whole, whole entire time. And now Rune has the backstory. He sees things. He wants to talk to her. Like he's finally coming to terms with like, she is his mate, but he's not saying it out loud, but knows what it, he is. Uh, she is to him. And she goes, no. Lydia says, you don't deserve my backstory. Why? Because I have a backstory now. Now I'm deemed acceptable for you to talk to me. I don't need you because you want my backstory. I needed you then when you didn't, when all of this, he's like, well, what did you think about me when you found out it was me? She goes, I just, I was, I was surprised only in the fact that I had this whole, you're you, you're the party prince. I had no idea that there was like this deeper part of you. None of that is the only thing that's changed. And I just I and I love that she put him in her place, his place. And he had to he had to apologize. She had nothing to apologize. She has been. She goes, this is who I am. Nothing is going to change. And I'm not apologizing for my actions either. Well, and neither, neither is the king of Avalon, Morvan. He is not changing and he is not apologizing for any of his actions. And this so all of these scenes that we have been talking about on this submarine are taking us to Avalon. <laughs> and we get to Avalon, which is where Bryce has determined everybody needs to go because they have to get to the archives in the Cave of Princes. They really want to figure out what's going on. Avalon is surrounded by mists, so it's probably a thin place, right? We know that's where Arun pulled the star sword from, from the Cave of Princes. So she's like, there has to be more history here that I'm not that I'm not familiar with. Yep. So what happens in Avalon? I mean, there's a lot, but essentially, essentially, uh, uh, the earth magic, Tristan Flynn's earth magic doesn't really work here. It really hates Avalon. We have um, Team Caves and Team Archives. <laughs> Which one would you be on? I feel... Team Archives. You cannot fucking pay me to go into a cave. <laughs> no, no, no. What did she say? And I guess we're no. going splunking. <laughs> No, spelunking, <laughs> cave diving, like any crevasse, none of that shit. None of it. I fucking hate it. Send me to the library. Absolutely. Uh, the descent. No, none of that. None of that. I hate caves. Um, I, I don't particularly love being underground, but I don't love caves. And those videos of people going through those tiny, tight, no. Scroll right past. Nope. Absolutely. Or underwater cave diving. Oh, my God. No. I'm like, (laughs) I'm feeling claustrophobic, like something sitting on my chest thinking about it right now. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I cannot. So I would absolutely be on Team Archives. Would you be on Team Archives? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, fuck caves. No. It was never a question. I love that even... uh, Declan, Flynn, and Rune were all simul archives. Yeah, like, come no, on, you archives. guys have experience with it. She's like, we did that. We are good. <laughs> like they were yeah. so out. No, they like so done, so done. Uh, Bryce tells the sprites to go find the sprite queen, and you know she's got a little mission. Uh, still no sex. Just hold me. Very good. I like that, which I think also makes a lot of sense. They're just like we've gone through some shit. I think. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in your presence. It's sweet. It is sweet. It is sweet. Meanwhile, we've got um, 
Hypaxia being the necromancer that Jespa has summoned, right? Uh, we have the astronomer also showing up at Flame and Shadow being like, hey, fuck off. Here's gold. Go away. We found out there's a coup with the Valdaran mm-hmm. witches. So that is also why uh, Hypaxia is at Flame and Shadow. She had to defect. Yep. And she had to defect. And it works because she is like her dad is a necromancer. So she's like, I got yep. I got background for one. It works. Yep. So she defects, she does her vows, and then she ends up in the morgue with Ethan to help resurrect Secret. So that that goes, that's that's that. Leah says goodbye to her boys and gives them the ruby ring from her father. Oh, which is a family heirloom. We know this is Ro- uh, Rowan's uh, wedding ring to Aelin. And we also know that Lydia murdered the shit out of her father and he was a piece of shit. <sighs> so I would love to know what happened there. I want to know what would happen because Rowan, the Rowan that we know, would be rolling in his grave if he found out his family was being shitty. Anybody in his lineage, especially with Lydia. Yep. Uh, we also learn in, in these Flame and Shadow scenes that like um, Ari, you know, Jessica has a has a um a bill with the astronomer because she's like looking for a way to break the spell on her, but also she knows that Ari is a dragon and dragonfire hurts the Asteri. Uh, and like Ari is kind of alluded to at the end of this book and like is not brought up again. I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah, so some of the things there, and I think Ethan says because it's her, her Jessica and the astronomer have this like weird like symbiotic relationship where they don't like each other but there's they're both working together in a different capacity yeah and it's like okay okay strange but fine i guess uh we have more like lore dumping there too like um the wolves work for the asteri like it was bred into the lines why are the fendir so dominant these are all ethan's like thoughts right um, the Asteri had Micah kill Danica because Danica was a really true, like, wolf, right? Like, and right um, now, like, the, the wolves as we know it are very subservient to the Asteri and they were scared of Danica. Danica was like, and we find this out also from the prime, like, Danica was gonna f- fix it. He, she was gonna bring us back to, like, the good and the true nature of a wolf. And that was not going to bode well. For people, for for a stereo who like people compliant and complacent. Yep. It takes seven hours, seven minutes, and seven seconds to raise Sigrid. Can we? I know that, like, it's on paper saying, like, oh, the holiest of numbers, seven. Is that, is, I just want to know, is seven just the holy number of these were all of them, all of the SJM first? And if it's just like, where's the history? I want to know more about this number seven, or if it's just like a Taylor Swift thing where it's just like, 13 for everything is it just seven for everything she just really wants it integrated there because it's not just it, i mean it's really drilled in for this here it really is the raising does not go as planned, and Secret has chosen, they emphasize that it was her choice to become a Reaper. The Underking comes and claims her, and this is where Ethan is like, oh my god, we need, well, to, now, we need to fix it again. I know, and Jessica's even like, and they even talk about like, raising, bringing her back with Sophie Renast's Thunderbird power through her 
body, her corpse. And Jessica is like, you really want to pull this shit again, Hypaxia? And Ethan's like, you're 0 for 2. I asked you for yeah, Connor like, in the last on. book, and now I'm asking you for Sigrid. I don't know if you... I know your dad is the best necromancer, but you're really not not pulling your weight right now. And Hypaxia feels a lot of guilt about that, too. She does. And that's what gets Ethan and Hypaxia on a boat their happy asses over to Avalon, and Avalon is where everybody else is in the antler throne meeting with the king. How do we feel about this? I I want to know more. Like even though we know Avalon is Midgardian Fey, I feel like Morvin is connected to to Terrison with all the emphasis on stags and the stag king and. There's, there's something yeah. there. We hate Morven. We've hated him from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, he is just him and Baron would be besties. Really. Yeah. Um, he's, he's gross. He hates women. They're only good for their breeding. Speak unless don't speak unless you're spoken to um, everything. Oh, you can't you can't even read books because and because you're on your because you have cycles. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, it has to keep the bloodlines pure, this like whole fucking thing. Uh, unsupervised women, right? This is how Therian ends up with a wife. This is how Therian uh, marries Sathia, who we know. We know is Tristan's sister if you read the bonus chapters from Hosab. So like, I don't know, in true SJM form, if the person has a name thus far, they're significant in one way or the other. And that's what we have here. Otherwise, if you didn't have the bonus chapter, you welcome. You've just met Sathya. Yep. And they, they get married, essentially. Uh, and the king says, like, yeah, you can stay here, but I'm, like, really mad about it. And Bryce is like, all right, fine. Here's my dad's, like, journals that I took. And the king is like, I don't trust that at all. I'm going to go break him out of his house while you go explore the cave of princes. Morvin's, he's like... I, you and your dad, your dad and I like, have been working for a while. Not, yeah, yeah, like, there's no way he would have handed that shit over to you. You're yeah. on to something. Meanwhile, still in Team Archives, you have all the frat boys make a fun of Rune. Why are you being so broody? You're being broody. <laughs> just like their dynamic. They just, it's the levity that you need with everything that's going on right now. Yeah. And what is going on is that they have discovered that the Avalon used to have more islands 15,000 years ago there were there was a shitload of islands and they were gone and it's like hmm why why are they hmm I don't know I don't know uh, there's also Pegasus art here which is very interesting and I I do like where Sathia kind of like gets on to Bryce a little bit she's like yo like you've got the you've got the all of these sacred fey artifacts like what are you gonna do with them like they, they she gets into her a little bit more later but it's like yeah, and Sathia is like coming from the truth. She, because she was raised the way um, Morvan kind of raised in a traditional Fae sense. Like she's supposed to be, you know, married off. And she, her only role in life is to like procreate more Fae. And that's just kind of what she has, how she has been raised. And so she's used to it. So she's like, a Valen's no problem. I got this. But I just yeah. don't want it to be with them. Yeah, it's, like, not a problem. This is also where um, Bryce and Hunt have a blowout fight. Is this when they're in the caves? Yes. 
do you even want to be here with me? Yeah, this like, is when they're, oh, this is when they're at the dinner. But like, it's like dinner after night one. And they're like trying to be quiet with their fight, but they know everybody can hear them. And everyone's just trying to be like, clang, clang with our forks. We're just eating our food completely. Um, yeah, because they're keep, they keep dancing around the problem because even when Bryce wanted to talk about it on the submarine, the depth charger or whatever, Hunt was like, I don't want to talk about this right now and leaves. Yeah. 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 And th- this is where Bryce is like, like, do you even want to be here? Like, I need you all in. Like, I need you at your full power. And this is where Hunt is like, I cannot do this again. Like, you know what? It, it was easier for Shahar because she died and didn't have to live with the consequences. Like, I can't do this again. I've done the consequences twice yeah. now. Now I, I did it with Shahar. We, I just got you back after the consequences of my own actions in Hosab. A th- third time's a charm? Are you kidding? Yeah. So he's like, you know what? I'm really not in all the way. But then they have magical sex and they realize that they are both made and that their power flows both ways. I don't like that. I don't love that. I didn't see... I didn't either because then I was like, there's no way. This doesn't make sense. I get I get what Sarah's trying to do. They're equals, they're partners, blah, blah, blah. I just don't I it's not working for me. Yeah, it's it's not working for me. It's not working for me. Uh Lydia and uh Morvan have like their their little chat, right? They have a little moment. Before he died, did you think that there was like something there? Yes. Like, yeah. Like an uncle or something. Yes. Because even Rune makes a point to be like he was going to stop her, but she just kept mm-hmm. walking by like she looked right yeah. through him uh, or some sort of familial connection. Then I was like, what if he was the dad of the yeah. twin? I was so like, what is going on here? Granted, he dies. So we don't have that fleshed out. What we do have is Lydia pushing back on Rune because he is very expressive with everything. She goes, and he tries to go back at her to be like, well, what's that supposed to mean? And she goes, you're, you're a prince. Start fucking acting like it. Yep. Love it. We love it. We love it. Uh, now we're in the caves. Now we're in the caves. Eight pointed star, you know, there's being walls are being licked, right? There's uh, Bryce is licking walls. We're in the we're in the caves. Uh, Pegasus art is being hunted. Like how how are we how are we doing here? Oh, sorry, I was mixing up a different case. <laughs> um, oh, and the ghouls are attacking. She's using her light. Um, I feel like this is all a blur because nothing really happens. Yeah, it's like, what is your plan? Like, what do you what do you yeah. gonna, like, Bryce? This is where Sathya is like, Bryce, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Like, you what are you going to do? You are so yeah. vocal about, like, you hate the Fae. We're all terrible. But you're saying all of this, but I'm Fae. You're yeah. Fae. Rune is, like, she's listing all, she goes, we're not all terrible. And and you're complaining about, like, what happened in spring with, like, how, how so many Fae closed off their doors to save all these people. She goes, some of us didn't have a choice. I was locked in our villa. And I couldn't. And Bryce tries to say, like, well, I never stopped. I never let something that I wasn't allowed to do stop me from doing something. It's like, like oh, good for you. Good for good you. For you. Because I have. Like, me personally, yeah. I have. I think we, like, we've all probably been in situations where, you know, in a perfect world, yeah, that would have been my choice. But I, but that wasn't the case. 
Yeah, it's not the case. And this is also where Sathya is like, a good leader makes a fucking difference. Yeah. Like, step up. And she's like, well, what do you... And then this is where... Bryce was like, what did, what would, what did you want me to do? What was your hope? And she's like, I wanted a fucking queen. I wanted a queen. I wanted a fake queen. I wanted a fake queen. I wanted somebody to trust and follow. And yep. which is so interesting because at the same time, because while they're walking away, Lydia's telling Mor- Morvin, the right leader hasn't come along. And you, <laughs> you know, there's hope now. Like she's yep. somebody I want to stand behind. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's also <laughs> Rune and Lydia being, you know, doing some licking outside of their rooms, not really concerned that uh, Declan and Flynn are missing. That was so, that was my first thing. I go, where are Declan? And then even like the breakfast the next day or something, he's like, oh, they must have must wanted to busy. do something. Out. And I was like, no, because Declan and Tristan know how important this is. There's no way they would have just dipped out. But Rune and Lydia are like, they're 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 getting their pheromones on and they're just so distracted outside of what's happening rune even says he goes i had every intention of going to see my friends and then lydia showed up oh it's it's so funny and also during this kind of like weird intermission kind of scene that's going on is uh where lydia tells rune about the fertility ritual she's an old bloodline of stag shifters and uh you know she got pregnant went to the ocean queen she tells her backstory there in like a different you know way they're not like screaming at each other it's it's very sweet and very nice and also my note says horny coffee <laughs> i love that they're both like when you get both of their their internal monologues, she's just like, oh, my God, his arms. Oh, my God, this. Oh, my God. Like, I cannot, like, compute, compute. Like, he's trying to talk to me. Meanwhile, in his perspective, his perspective, he's like, oh, my God, I think she's thinking about me. Oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, it's just cute. I love them so much. Back in Team Caves, <laughs> we Sarah gives us the, the, the like, line of dialogue uh, from Baxian. And I and I think this is where a lot of people kind of went <gasps> because they're in the caves, right? They're talking about like, you know, they're jumping in the river, talking about somebody has to lead, you know, they're, they're, you have to be yourself, get over yourself, Umber Mortis. Like, you know, they're just, Bryce and Hunt are bickering. But Baxian is like, you know, like, are we going to get like other armies from like other worlds? And the line is like, this is not a movie. <laughs> this, is, this is not Marvel's Endgame. There are not going to be portals behind me with all of these characters coming in to save the day. And I do believe that that is what a lot of people wanted. And this where it is like, temper your expectations. Because Baxian here says no. Where do we even know? Where did that theory come from? Wherever the throne we- of glass theory? Yeah. I have no idea, really. I know that there were people championing it, but I don't right. know where it originated from. Yeah, I because, again, you see that there's, like, overlap and there's, like, odes to different things or Easter eggs. And we always talk about the Easter eggs, um, whether it's with, like, Holly Black or Cassandra, uh, Cassandra Clare with that stuff. But I feel like there was no, like, we didn't we didn't know. It wasn't a guarantee. The only thing we had guaranteed was Akadar. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's something that wasn't guaranteed. Uh, just when there is this cave-in with our star door, after we've jumped into our river. Again. Again. 
after there's the sarcophagus, after we go under the stairs, right? After, you know, we have the scene that says, like, don't drink it without me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when the first thing that they see when they enter that room are two slits that perfectly fit a sword and a dagger. Yo, yo the fact that I... You you read that, you hear that, however you see the two slits, there's a small one and a, there's a, lar- a long one and a little one. My first thought is, oh, that's perfect. We have the star sword and we have truth teller. That seems like a perfect fit. I would have connected that first before, oh, there's a picture that's supposed to go to. I would have never have thought to think of using the bowl and the pitcher to drink, which makes you think we wouldn't have gotten anything with with meeting hell if we stuck the swords in right away. And that would have been our, our first thought. Yeah. Well, it's the most obvious fucking thing in the yeah. world. I wonder if we did this. Like, why wasn't that, why? How did you piece the I just want to know, how did they piece the pitcher together first? Beats me. You have to keep drinking, just like they said. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Could it be me? Drink, drink out of this dark cave chamber pot? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Like, no. But I mean, it's like, bomb, bomb, bomb. Here's hell. You know, here comes the boat with the dead stag. Um, here we have Thanatos, Apollyon, Adis, you know, in the, the city of the dead with the temple of chaos, right? Free yourself from the black crown, son. Oh, you, yeah, this is where we have Hunt is learning about like his parentage and he's like, I'm a scientific experiment. Um, which I, I'm impressed that he even asked because I, that was, I go, wait, were they never mates to begin with? And no, they're mates. Okay. Once again, it's reconfirmed. Um, yeah. And we just, it's a lot of background of what the Thunderbirds were. Thunderbirds being extinct. His dad, who was a scientist, was working on a project about the lineage or the history of, of Thunderbirds. Um, and they essentially created Hunt. Um, Others like him in a way. They didn't seem like there was a lot, but it was to kind of make the Asteri think, oh, we have the monopoly on our version of the Thunderbirds that we can control. Um, but Hunt was the first one to like defect and he was like, no, this is wrong. I want an uprising. There's, there's just so, there's so much. We have Starfire being the name of the power that Bryce calls a laser, different from the Asteri. We have the lore drop of the three parts of Thea's magic, right? You need to find your third part, Bryce. Find the third part. I'm just happy that she, like, has her own power power. and doesn't have to be powered up by other people anymore. Yep. This is where we have ley lines and the mist, right? Like, the worlds are on those. Uh, uh, Helena hid the star but planted the prophecy to use the blades helena was so smart she knew the type of like males that she has been with and like their egos and like not wanting to change so her setting up this like tomb for Peleus, she's like oh i have to put it down in the trenches in this area so 
And then when she always needed to go to hell, she's like, I miss my husband. I'm going to go say hi to him, which was never the case. But she was she she was a thinker. She might have been a shitty person, uh, you know, and made poor choices. But she she was a thinker. She was ahead of it and thinking, uh, you know, thinking ahead like that. I, again, I like the little nod here of World Walkers, right? The World Walkers Wayfarers. There's a little nod to Throne of Glass. There are little Throne of Glass nods here, which which I do really love. But again, we're, we're bitches. Bitches love Easter eggs. Give them, <laughs> give them to us. We have again the the revelation that it's the black salt that repels the Asteria. Like Avalon is not like special about that. It's just like the black salt that's there. Uh, we have our portal to nowhere, right? Oh, yeah, and the black salt, it uh, detract, it like pushes away um, the Asteri, but lures hell and the hell and the demons and everything. And so it was never the mist. Yep. Yeah. And we have, again, hell, uh, Hunt being created to charge up Bryce, that his name is a joke. Um, Orion, the master of Sirius, Sirius being the star that Thanatos ate. Thanatos being his father. Very fun, I guess. Or Apollyon. Apollyon is the star. Apollyon. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lightning is also Hellfire. um, A little bit diluted. So, you know, that's good to know. Hunt can be useful. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Again, Jess, as you said, the four other princes are busy. What are they doing? What are they they doing? doing? Well, I have... I, I mean, obviously, I don't know if we officially said that hero if it was like pre-recording but yeah there so bryce was like yay we can we can go to you know we have all these ha- these this help and they're like no lol no there's also a moment where they were like oh hunt you have this hellfire and hunt's like i gotta defeat the asteri and then and the princes of hell are like calm, calm down calm down you can't calm down. so he was like oh <laughs> So when when Bryce and Hunt wake up from this uh, salt water hallucination gate talking hell portal situation, uh, they are um, greeted by a nightmare of all of their friends surrounded by fire and the Autumn King and um, King Morvan just being like they caught up from caught up with them from earlier in the cave. They all jumped into the river and they were like, ha ha ha, you because this whole time murder twins had Declan. And Tristan, again, the whole time. And so they've kind of been blocked off. And when Bryce had to follow, keep following her star, and even when they try to talk about, hey, we have this situation back there, she goes, that's a, that's a situation for another time. We got to keep fucking going. Um, but yeah, so they this is the murder twins are wild. They remind me of the twins in Akawar. Definitely. Definitely. What else is wild here is who dies. Just tell me who dies here. Uh, the two worst fathers in Midgard, Morvin and uh, and Einar. Uh, Rune comes to save the day, kills uh, the Autumn King. It was great. Uh, and then Morvin... Bryce kills. He yields. He's like, and she's like, sucks to be you. I'm judge, jury, and motherfucking executioner. Slices him. Both of them. No, uh, you know, we got the head. They're dead, dead. Yep. Dead, dead. Which is, which is great. Rune says, like, I yield to the queen, right? Yeah, they like, all yield to her. They're like, he passes this. He's, oh, this is where Rune is also 
speaking to everybody's mind what the oracle really told him um this is what she meant like it was all piecing together for him like i'm ending the line like rune and bryce are ending generational trauma and generational curses in these moments it's really refreshing um and also like rune is like is finding like not self-doubting himself again because he just came from hooking up with Lydia and having their own like cuddle sessions and like just mm-hmm. like dumping their feelings on each other, which I can literally, we could probably dive into that when we do a follow-up episode. Yep. And then we get bam, bam, slits, star slits in bam, bam, bam. And uh, be free of Alan. And uh, Alan wakes up. The islands are back. Long live the queen. Uh, Bryce, like I'm going to unite the people. to life. Ooh. Yep, I'm going to unite the people against the Asteri. Woo, woo. Meanwhile, <sighs> Asphodel Meadows is being attacked. Yeah, uh, Asphodel Meadows has gotten absolutely bombed. And Lydia declares that if she survives what happens next, then she is not going to go back to the Ocean Queen. Ba-ba-ba, part three, the ascent. All right, we are almost done. Um Okay, Hypaxia and Ethan show up at a, a Valen. And Hunt and Bryce are like, cool, 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 cool. Go back. <laughs> We need you to make an antidote with my hellfire. Uh, Here's some crystals. Go make an antidote because of this parasite. Um, Something's going to happen. Yeah, something's going to happen. Here's some crystals. Like, go. You know, we need you here. You know, da-da-da. You know, meanwhile, haha. If somebody wants to track how many times I know how many times. Don't make it a drinking game. (laughs) <laughs> Again, this is, is takes place allegedly within a week. Um, okay, so <laughs> the Bryce has then opened up a Valen and says, "Like refugees come, like anybody who needs to be there, come. Like my family is coming, right?" And this is also where Bryce is like, "Erd sent me here to like tempt me with this good life. We could stay here, we could hide here." Hunt's like, "I see a life with kids here." Okay, Hunt, we get it. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> You want to you want to impregnate her. We understand. Well, it's gonna go from like a foot fetish to a uh, real quick. Um, would you have stayed on a Valen? I don't know. Who am I? Am I Bryce? No. Am, who am I though? Like you know, am I Lydia? Yeah, I probably would have if I were Lydia. Like, yeah, bring bring my babies here. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's been doing it for 15 years. Yeah. You know, if I were Bryce, yeah. If I were Lydia, if I were Bryce, no. If I were Lydia, yeah. It just depends on who I was. If I were me, do I have powers? Am I special? (laughs) I have questions. (laughs) I get it. It's like, wait, I have questions. It's like when people give you like different scenarios. Yeah. When people give you like situations or like different scenarios, would you do this? Or they're like, well, I have questions. Like, it's like, or people, even when people say like, oh, if you, do you prefer tacos or pizza? And I'm like, well, where's the pizza from? Or yep. What are we going? Where where are the tacos from? Is it like a, a Saturday? Do I have work the next? I have questions. Yep, I have questions. Um, Hunt puts Baxian as second in command, and the plan then is a bunch of them are going to go to the Northern Rift in Nenya, and then they're going to tell the world about Micah as a distraction, and then they're going to fucking attack. Okay, okay, so, okay. So excellent. And then the plan. And then the other side of that is after everybody does what everybody has to do, meet up at Mount Hermon. So it's like, oh, okay, we're all going to meet up at Mount Hermon. 
Awesome. Embrace is trying to make sure that while they're making these plans, that the people she cares about are set. So she's like, Fury, you're staying here with Juniper, really because everybody's scared of you. And Fury calls her out. She's like, you want me to babysit? Which she does, but she also wants her to be safe. She's also going to the Northern Rift uh, with Randall and Ember. And I remember thinking at first, I go, why is Ember going? Because all she said was, Randall's coming. He has his sniper expertise, his military background. Like, this makes a lot of sense. And I was like, yeah, so why is your mom there? We find out. uh, Ember, you know, Bryce opens the rift, not to hell, but to Prithian, opening it on Nesta, begging for the mask. And she goes, fine, if you don't want to give me the mask, at least take my parents, because I need to know that they're protected. Even if, like, shit hits the fan tier, I'll be fine knowing that, like, this is where they are. Leaves her little brother back home. Yeah, like, totally, absolutely leaves the little brother at home with, which is just, like, so fucking funny. It, it's just, it's so, it's so fucking funny. I didn't want to raise any flags, so I left my brother with my friends. Yeah. Like her, oh my her, her, sorry, her other, her little brother, not her older brother. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, okay. It's hilarious. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. So Juniper and, oh, no, I want to talk about, I want to go back and talk about this Juniper, this Juniper reunion <gasps> yeah. before they get to the rift. Okay. So Juniper pops out of that helicopter with Fury and, uh, she's like, um, she's like, you know, uh, you know, Danica, Danica didn't tell us a lot, you know, but like, and Bryce is like, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you, you know, but we're like, are we good? And it's like, we're good. And, and, you know, secrets are, secrets are bad. What? What? The, what? I'm, I, I can't get over that. I can't, I can't get over that. Okay. Let's just, let's take away the fact that this is the only scene that she has with them. This bullshit yeah. five second peace out a town scene. I'm more annoyed that Ch- Juniper has her so shook from Hosab for using her professional networking connections, and Bryce is still like, "Ooh, I am so." I did like she says like the worst thing imaginable. The, what June has her thinking that. Bryce's actions with was the worst thing imaginable. And then June is like, it's okay. We're I good. forgive you. We have other stuff to it's always been about the other stuff. It, sh- it shouldn't have even gotten to this point. No, no. She's like, take the photo so we'll always be with you. It's like you were you weren't speaking to me. But I, I, I just can't. I'm so angry about the way that they that that how this that, was that played out. I just really don't like how that played out at all. It's just, it really makes me mad. Uh, Hypaxia has made the antidote. They used a Reaper to figure out what was going on. Ethan takes it and finally fucking realizes that he could be Alpha. Finally, finally, good for him. Uh, Therian is bargaining with the Ocean Queen for Safe Harbor. Ethan goes to the Wolves and Ethan tries really hard to be like look it's secret it can be secret i brought the papers look danica wanted this he what because he doesn't want the responsibility but he was like i just want to show you there's this other option that's not sabine he also you know in the sake of he had his own speculations of the type of person that sigrid was thinking sigrid like was a good person and he goes i fucked up 
she's a nasty bitch and yeah. like is totally like in it with Sabine. He goes, I, I, this, I did not factor this in. Yeah, Sigrid and Sabine and the astronomer are all in it together. Sabine names Sigrid as heir. Prime comes out and says, fuck off. Everything Danica said was true. She would have changed everything. Ethan is my heir. Like, shame on me for not keeping you in check sooner. Yeah, like that's what it's going to be. The Prime gets killed. His soul gets eaten. The astronomer also gets killed. (laughs) Cool. Uh, The... The Fendir sword gets shattered. Ethan kills Sabine. And he's prime. And Connor a woos. <laughs> a woos. A woos. <laughs> That's my note. Wait. A woos. <laughs> Connor, Connor a woo. A woo. <laughs> That's so good. That's what he does. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. um it's you know i feel like a criticism that's being said and we've maybe lightly touched on it is that there were no high stakes thus far everybody like they're like oh nobody significant has died and that's a criticism of a lot of sjm's like books kind of up until this point now um people are dying they're not significant yeah, nobody like, cares. I, it would have made sense, like, if, like, and I say this, even though we know, like, the fourth book is going to be House of Many Waters, like, if Therian died to move something along, like, it, like, somebody, Declan died. <laughs> I don't want him to. Maybe he's going to be rebuilding Lunathian. But, like, it's all the parents that they're just like, we don't want generational trauma anymore. So, peace out, boomers. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of what it felt like. Yeah, I mean, it is it is really something. It is really something. Let's see what what is going on. Hello, Nesta. Hello, Nesta. We get the mask, right? the The world the world shuddered as Nesta's hand reached through and gave the mask. Right? Yeah, she was like, "BT Dubs, you might die if you use it." Also, BT Dubs, my parents don't speak your language. Take care of them. <laughs> Which I just love. And then it's like, bye. 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 Oh, and then they were like, you might want to get out of here before Reese comes. And I was just like, can't Reese winnow in? Why is he, why is he taking why is so he taking long? Why is he taking so long? Here? And so dramatically, too. With the, like, like, I can the, see the storm. The, the, the starlight yeah, is like He can just out. pop in. And, like, and what I, are you, you dramatic ass? <laughs> so funny. Um, but at the same time, we close the Prithian Rift. Ember and Randall are in Prithian, and uh, Harpy Winter Soldier sh- shows up. Yep, Harpy Winter Soldier shows up, and this is where we have Bryce being like, pop, 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 mask on, mask on, mm, mm, mask on, and says, like, stop, Harpy, and the Harpy just crumbles into nothing. Love this. This is where we also get Celestina, Isaiah, and Naomi popping in out of fucking nowhere, because Rune and Lydia were like sent to find them, but here they are. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They were just like it was going to be the frat boys, and then Lydia and Bryce. Respect to Bryce, she's like, Lydia, you do you. I'm not going to assume anything. You got your own shit. You got to handle. And then she's like, I'm going to go where Rune goes. And she, you know, just like, I just know that Bryce is going to love having her as a sister. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh my god. Here we have. Hunt breaking free of his halo. Hooray. He does Isaiah too, which is really nice. 
I like that. And Celestina's like, Celestina's like, hi, Paxia, dump me. So I'm here. <laughs> Celestina. And I appreciate, though, like, as much as I was just like, I think I sent you a voice memo about being annoyed with something. Of course. Um, I do at the same time appreciate Hunt being like, do you know the damage that you caused? All this stuff happened because of you. And you want us to be like, oh, it's water under the bridge? No, it's not. Because look at what we're doing right now because of the consequences of your actions. All right. Consequences of actions. Let's go through this briefly. The Army of the Fallen is going to go into the mech suits and Isaiah and Naomi are going to lead them. They will have a choice to do that. Um, Adis is going to come through the rift. Lydia's kids have been kidnapped and they are in the Eternal City. Ethan and Hypaxia want to go talk to Connor at the Bone Quarter. Connor and Ethan talk and and Connor gives Ethan a magic bullet made from all of the... Everyone's second light. Everyone's second light of the dead. So you need to get that and the Godslayer rifle with some of the antidote to Bryce and Hunt. This is very streamlined. I love it. We we have some lore from the Underking before he is killed and Hypaxia takes over as the head of Flame and Shadow, where he says, I'm from the Void. I'm from that shifter world. You know, you called it the cauldron. We called it Word. Y'all call it Erd. Um, This is another, um, you know, seven minutes, you know, another thing we have um and then you know that's just lore but then we have all that stuff from connor and then and then uh like again we have weird stuff with like hypaxia and the viper queen that they all have to work out that's all like loose ends that like is not important here but off to pangera goes ethan with the magic bullet the godslayer rifle and a couple antidotes love that uh (laughs) meanwhile Bryce and Hunt have gotten the message of what happened out to the world. It's a good distraction. It is. It's and a at great this point, distraction. They have like nothing. They really have nothing left to lose except like having to take down the Asteri because they're like, we're either going to die from this or we're going to die from taking them down. Yep. Yep. This is also where we have sex that everybody's having cringe. end of the world sex. Yeah, but this end of the world sex had me cringe. Oh, this, oh, Bryson Hunt's not, uh, Rune and Lydia's, but. No, you're my best friend. I, 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 I don't agree with, um, married, married, married couples being each other's best friend. I think that's kind of weird. Um, and that's what they are. And they're having sex like, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. And this is what really bothers me is Bryce is like, I didn't think after Danica that I'd have another best friend. It's like, uh, and you get him, but that's my own shit. I statements. <laughs> I also don't think that they like people act like you could only have one best friend. And that's yeah. what they I feel like they're just like, you're my only best friend. Yeah. Don't love that. Lydia and Rune. Pretty good. <sighs> I love them with my entire being. I feel like you know how I'm sure. And I guess I could ask you this with Throne of Glass. The second Minorian came on the page. We're, we're like you were hooked i know for a fact you had to have been hooked so like i feel like i love them but like in real time as these things i feel like lydia and rune are my minorian that makes sense and that is very much on track with who we are as people 
very Not much. Not to say that I don't love, I would love no, Manon and Dorian, but I was just like, Rune and Lydia are it for me. They're my yeah. Dorian. It makes, it makes total sense. It makes total sense. What doesn't make sense is how easy the attack on the palace is. They all say it's too easy. Bryce, Rune, Hunt, and Lydia. Uh, Rune and Lydia go off to get her kids. Bryce and Hunt go to the throne room to make all the masks, the wings come alive. I want to see somebody put this together in a way that I won't laugh. Yeah, it's like kind of when we talk about it going to screen, like right now, I'm just imagining the keys in Harry Potter flying yeah. around, except flings. So I need, I need, if somebody's really good at CGI, maybe help. Flap, 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 flap. So the wings, the wings are are flapping. Off they go to the mech suits and to Hell's army. Rodulus is like, yo, you think I wasn't ready for you, bitches? The harpy showed me everything. Let's go. And that's when Bryce is like, actually, bye. <laughs> bye. Meanwhile, she is saying that, but she's like, haha, they thought we left everything undef- like unprotected, I guess. She goes, the armies are still back at the gate. They don't they're not expecting the armies because the reason they're hell is able to split the armies is because we have Bryce with the death mask. Yep. So half of hell's armies are left behind to guard. Right. And the five. So Bryce is like, OK, well, we got to warn Adis by peace. Uh, and then five Asteri show up. Right. And this is where Polaris and Bryce have their fight. Yeah, this I mean. Yeah, this is the first one that she starts realizing, oh, I can kill an Asteri. This is how I'm going to do it. But she gets drained really quickly. This isn't like an easy thing. Yeah, and the the portal to nowhere, the black hole, opens too slow. And Bryce or and Hunt has to like power her up with her his lightning to get her to like do it, but it just takes fucking forever. Yeah. Uh, and Meanwhile, Lydia <laughs> is uh, going to the Mystics where Rigelus has told the Mystics to lie to Lydia about where her sons are. So she's on a pointless like goose chase. And Therian is in the waters of the Eternal City with antidotes swimming along looking for people. <laughs> she's, I, don't know, I don't really know well, what he's, he's doing. Well, he's taking an antidote. So he's like in super mare form and crashes through the palace to find Hunt and Bryce. Uh, because at this point... Bryce has already killed Polaris. They're, they need to find the core. They're tired. They're getting surrounded by everybody. And Therian's like, I got the antidotes somewhere. I, they were lost in this crash. Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't, I don't have them. I don't have them. And he Bryce likes- is like, good for you. Every second counts. I don't have Bye. time. Yeah. So like, find my brother. Yep. Bye. Cause Rune has called and he needs help with the first light core. Therian. Ends up finding Lydia, who has been um, shot in the leg by Rune, because he's trying to do the right thing, and she is pissed. Darian gives Lydia uh, gives Lydia the antidote. We love that for her, very much, very much so, um, because because um, Pollux is here and she's begging, right? Like she's begging and be- like, take me, take me, take me instead. Like, we don't need that, Lydia. Let let Rune do that for well, you. Yeah, and Rune does. He's like, I can't. He goes, this is insane. He, and Rune says, uh, and her sons are seeing the side of her too. And he goes, take me. And, he, and Pollux is like, why? Why do you think you're an equal trade? And he's like, because I'm her mate. And yep. it was beautiful. And it was wonderful. And I love that scene. 
Yep. It's so good. Uh, this is also where Therian gets shot, right? Uh, you know, we're yeah. mates. And then Lydia's like, save them and I'll forgive you. And this is where we have the uh, reveal that one of her son's name is Brannon. So here's another um, throne of glass little uh, nod. We really like that. And she yeah. says like Brannon is the, you know, the, from her feline long, long ago, deep with the stag, deep with the fire. Deep, like it was a beautiful tribute to the Terrison and the Aelin that we love into this this lineage. It was just so great how it was done. And she even said, like, Danica knew who she was right away. And she was, she goes, not to sound like an asshole, but I was really relieved when Danica died because that means my secrets died along with her. Yep. This is also the reunion of Lydia and the fire sprite as they're taking out the tanks. We love that. You know, you know, the people are re- being reunited. Rune takes the antidote. Good for him. Meets up with Ethan and Therian. Everybody's healed and really good. Meanwhile, Bryce <laughs> is still like whack-a-mole. She's playing my note. My um, note says one week ago. What the fuck, Bryce? Yes. A week? Yes. A week? It was really nice when you told me earlier, you were like, I reconfirmed the timeline You when you told me you sounded confused. And she goes, you said, no, it's a week. Yep, it's a week and it's crazy. But a week ago was when Bryce ran away from Rigelus. But now she's back. She is, you know, playing whack-a-mole with Rigelus by going zap, zap, zap and winnowing all around while Hunt is like tunneling into the first light core. But Bryce is tapped out, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But she uh, runs into Ethan, right? And gives her the bullet and the rifle. And Connor and she and uh, Ethan says, Connor says, make it count. And she says, like, she was just shocked that Connor was there. But she again, this is where she almost passes out again and Hunt has to catch her. Yep. And this is where Bryce gives uh, Hunt the mask and Bryce takes the rifle. She uh, has the four Asteri down there. And this is where Rigelus is like, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. You don't, you don't have to do any of this. We can, we can do it. He tries to lure her the way Thea, like he tries to like lean into that part, knowing that she, like the relation with Thea. It's like you want your own world, you want to create your own government, you want to do all these things, you want a perfect Midgard. We have, we can do that. We can work together, create this planet. Um, let's let's do this. Let's do this together. Yep. And she says, nah, fuck you. Uh, Bryce fires the rifle with the magic bullet into the first light core. It all happened for a reason. And the, oh, and this is where we know that the first light core in Midgard is Midgard's kill switch. Kill switch. So bam, it turns into a portal. Everybody gets sucked into the black hole. So does Bryce. And yeah, and Rigel's is like, haha, you killed this. You're sucking everybody in. It's not just people here. Where so now we have Bryce turning herself into a black hole to suck in the black hole. <laughs> yeah, so it's like this woof woof kind of situation. And and off she goes. And the horn creates like a little um kind of air bubble around her so she's like alive and Rigelus is like stuck on another Asteri trying to like get him off and they're they're battling in space if you've seen gravity then that's the image that's the image (laughs) that's the image so Hunt is watching this right he's like oh my god and the princes are saying that she's dead Um, don't go for her so Hunt 
uh, puts on the mask and then Shahar, the spirit, the soul of Shahar in a mech suit comes up to hunt and is like, get in me. And he, and he does. And then he leaps into the void like Superman and with the mask on and he sees that Bryce is dead. Okay. And then Shahar wraps herself around a missile and then that missile is shot into Rigulus, which punches him off of Bryce. And then Bryce and Hunt are reunited, but she's frozen and 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 dead. And he's he's in a robot skeleton suit. It's so fucking hard to take this serious. And then he blasts himself home through the portal. And then everybody everybody is there. That everybody was holding open. Like Rune was holding, holding open. It, open. it was just like what? <laughs> It's it's a big like we are the world moment. Everybody's yeah. holding it open and they finally get it through and then the portal shuts. <sighs> and then it's done. <laughs> and then, and then, it's, and then it's done. I know I've seen like reaction videos um loosely because I f- I feel like this is the first time so far that people have really um been trying to preserve being spoiler free online so it won't say like what's happening um but it'll be like chapter 99 spoilers or something and i was like why what's and i it took me to my reread because i was like what happened in chapter 99 like i i I was crying for like different things and then when i saw they were like oh bryce you know quote-unquote died i was like oh and you at this point you had surpassed me like you you flew by me i was like oh i was so close i've never been done with a book before laura (laughs) um and i was like i'm not gonna buy it i go i know what happens in akawar i know what happens on page 666 i know reese comes back um and you were just like Okay, good. So I yeah. guess I wasn't emotional thinking I or I was emotional for a different reason, but I didn't think Bryce was dead. Yeah, no. And of course she's not. Uh, she is though in like another place, right? She's uh there's lights and warm and restful. Yeah. Yeah, she is in an afterlife. She's like you know what it reminded me of? Remember in Buffy? Where... Yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking oh, of. Okay. Exactly. Okay, I was like, yeah, she's like, it's nice. It's comfy. I wonder what's going on here. So then she keeps saying, like, I keep, I don't feel like I'm missing something. And we know, like, that's something she's, like, missing. She's like, oh, Hunt, that's right. That's what I'm missing. I do like that she can't remember right away. (laughs) That's just kind of funny. And Jessica does a sacrifice. She's like, I've been dealing with y'all for 15,000 years as a priestess. This is my trade my trade is for you. This trade is for Midgard. Midgard is allowing this to happen. You are, you know, I bequeath you the Library of Alexandria, essentially. Um, and now you are going to be the keeper of this knowledge and all of the things that are so important to our world. Yep. And then Jessica goes into the afterlife. And where we have, ever- and oh, because Hypaxia, there's no underking. Hypaxia, like, Everybody's souls are back. We see Danica. Danica's like, let it up, bitch. Um, Mm -hmm. Connor's there. Everybody's, it's going to be like a happy place. Like, and afterlife is that because even Adis is like, I don't know if that place is going to be for me. And she goes, if you're a good person, it looks like you're going to go there. And you helped me. So Bryce opens her eyes. Bryce is alive. Her first thought, all of Danica's work had been fulfilled. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell me again how she's a bad friend. Tell me again. Oh, any I, will, of it. I have a dissertation we can get into late in a little bit. 
no, I that just all I think that discussion will be a different discussion. This is already going very long. We have so much to say about Danica, and I do think that that is a different discussion to be had that should be focused, I think, on female friendships. And maybe that should be a themed episode Ooh, that we do. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I already yeah. I, I already know where yep. it's going. I know when we're gonna have that. See, there you go. There you go. Uh, we and then so the book is like the big bad is done the book is over this is all just cleaning up loose ends uh isaiah is gonna like you know take over hunt's not gonna do it anymore uh bryce and hunt go get her parents back from prithian nesta deals with her mommy issues right it's very sweet that's so nice like i want to see how that still unfolds because even ember is like you're gonna find your own way you're gonna go through it and bryce is even like Nesta needs this more than me. <laughs> yep. The mask, the truth teller, and the star sword are given to Nesta. You know, this all happened for a reason. Go figure out why. Meanwhile. Hashtag Akatar 6. Hashtag Akatar 6. Meanwhile, the power grid is failing in Lunathian because, like, first place is not a thing anymore. So they're going to ha- all go back to a Valen style living soon or else. I do find that very funny. Uh, we have Lydia and Rune saying goodbye to her boys for a little bit. That is very sweet. Um, Bryce says goodbye to the Princes of Hell. They don't want to see each other for a while. Uh, Therian and Sathia have a whole thing about, like, having to go get her ex-boyfriend. And, you know, the meat market is up and running. Therian and Ari have a whole little conversation. That's the end of that. And then, Jess, tell me, tell me about what Bryce does. She doesn't lose her powers. No. Thank you, Sarah. Um, but she also doesn't, she kind of like relinquish, she has, she kind of, she is queen of the Valbaran and Avalon Fey. However, she dismantles the monarchy and says like, we're not going to have royal houses anymore. We're going to essentially have a Senate and we're going to have a Fey democracy. And, she kind of, it's frustrating when you know we both love Aelin so much that she gets to do both. She gets to Just be, be a queen. queen. Just and be a queen. It, this part is, it, it frustrates me because the entire book, you can see where, how Sarah could set it up for that. She's going to be a queen. She's going to be a leader. Everybody yields to her. Everybody respects her. They want to follow her. They're just, She's like, I'll be a queen in the sense that I, you know, I can be the Fae representative, but I'm not going to be queen. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm struggling with that. Um, I also know that I'm struggling with that with because it's a me thing. So uh, me and I statements here. <laughs> yeah, me and I just be queen. What's so wrong with being queen? What is so wrong with being queen and working to change it from the inside. Why why do we why do we have to but you know what? It's what is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. My I statements. I statements. I would like to be queen. So <laughs> I think that's where my frustration comes from. All these people don't want to be queen. Give it to me. I wanna be queen. Okay, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Uh Ethan and Perry are mates. We know this. Um, they, they're going to go do stuff. Ethan feels like a sunball captain again. He has stirrings of sports. Good for him. 
Um, I, you know, the more I, the second reread, or like really like the first this reread, I was like, he's talking about Sunball a lot, and a Hypaxia, lot. and he'd be like, oh well, in Sunball, and Hypaxia's like, babe, you're not in shit. Sun, you're not in Sunball anymore. Shut, shut up! I don't give a shit. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Bryce and Hunt have taken the antidotes. Uh, Bryce got, er, Bryce created a new island, very cruel prince of her. Hunt got fined, which is very stupid and funny of him. And Hypaxia needs more lightning. And Bryce and Hunt, just Bryce, just Hunt, are going to work in the new gallery with the books of Parthos. Uh, the fire sprites are there guarding it. It's very fun. They want to have kinky office sex. They just want to live their life together. But Baxian calls and the Pegasuses have come alive. Jelly, Ju- Jelly Jubilee in the flesh. That's the end of the book. That's the end of the book. All right. Okay. Here's my confession that I have already confessed to you, Jess. I find Rune... As attractive as I find Cassian, that is to say that they are brothers to me. So (laughs) I have realized that I struggle with this book because there are no male characters that I, because I'm a boring straight woman, there is no male character that I like in this book. So all of the romance falls kind of flat for me Mm -hmm. and I just don't feel any sort of emotional connection to anyone except for Lydia and Nesta. Yeah. Which, and that's a struggle. It's a struggle when so much of the book is uh, Bryson Hunt. Yeah. I mean, I will say in the sense that like the, the, the spice isn't there as it has been in the past and it was very plot driven, but like a lot of the romance, I mean, we've never really been Hunt, people and again it's our own thing uh we get that we it's just there's a lot of inner work that we're doing or at least i know i am with the struggle with hunt um but yeah it's hard i mean you got you got it for as yeah yeah as is good um as is as is really good as is really good but that being said though there are people who love hunt and are still really frustrated with this ending. Well, I think that just kind of goes to everybody being... I I think that goes to people having expectations. And we had none. And that, I kind of think, ties well into our reading experience. Now, we are going to talk about the bonus chapters. But before we do that, I want to talk about very quickly... Um, uh, Sarah trashed the first the first turn in of this book. Sarah trashed it. Uh, is do you think, Jessica? This is my question for you. Do you think that because of the swift reaction of the fandom to this book, that there will be a call for the Snyder cut of the original <sighs> manuscript? I wish, but I feel like. This is such a niche community where it's not as loud as the Snyder Cut fanboys are. I would love it. And I and I say that in a way that I think it would just be nice for context, too, because there's a lot of people who don't like this. And what if you got that, that you know, the Snyder Cut, the Sarah J. Mass Cut, and you were like, oh, well... Now that I read this, I, I actually do like this one a little bit more. Or it could have been like, this could have been so good. We don't know. 
I don't know if we'll ever know because the way we understood how that one was scrapped was that she never turned it into her publisher. She had it. And then like five weeks before the first, like her first copy was due, her first manuscript was, I don't know what, like the technical term. She scrapped it five weeks before it was due. And then she apparently wrote this in five weeks. I'm fuzzy on the details. I'll, I'll be better when we do our follow up episodes and stuff. Um, so it makes you wonder like, is what what was the direction going to be because the only thing we definitely knew was that there was a crossover involved here's my other confession jess you already know this i have not read any of the bonus chapters any of the bonus chapters i have not read them i have not searched for them online jess is a goddess in human form and have sent me um copies of the book so that i can read them because you are um magical and all things good in the world now this is why i am bringing this up i read this only by audio on audible not sponsored now there are no bonus chapters on the audio. Absolutely not a single inkling that there are bonus chapters when you finish the audio version of this book. So I do not have any sort of context about what goes on in those bonus chapters. And here's the thing. I don't care. Like the the feeling, the neutrality that I have with this book I do not have a burning desire to read any of these bonus chapters. And if I did not know that they existed, I I wouldn't care. Like you wouldn't be going out of your way to find them. Because this book does not make me jump on the internet and go, oh my God, I need more. Because at the end of Queen of Nothing, everyone... Or even The Wicked King, everyone's like, oh, my God, I need to know more. You go on the Internet, you find the fucking letters, like, right? Like, you find these things that if you're if you're later to those books, you didn't know existed and you have that urge, right? I don't have that urge here. And I also just want to say, like, very briefly before we get into these bonus chapters and, like, kind of marketing and things, that there is a lack of accessibility here, too. Because audio is a, a format that people with a disability can use very easily and not having these bonus chapters is doing a disservice to them. You're not giving the entire story to people of a marginalized community. And I don't think that's fair. And if there are ways to get these bonus chapters in an audio format, it has to be more upfront more accessible, like easy to see, easy to do, and and something that is common. Because what the hell, man? Well, and I'll say to that is I know that we've spoken about like marketing and publishers and like whatever legal contracts are there that, you know, you can, you know, there's kind of like a guarantee with the pro- the, the promise. And even if the bonus chapters were recorded. It's like um, if, if you make purchases through t- Ticketmaster, sometimes you'll say like, oh, if you do you want to add a dollar for such and such charity and you could add it onto the ticket and it goes to the charity or something. If there was something that did that with, the, you know, with your audio chapter and like for a do- if you purchased it through one of the whichever exclusive edition it was and you can get that audio section, just like I know for a fact Barnes and Nobles has like their own audiobook section. You could easily be like, oh, and for a dollar, you know, get the bonus chapter for the audio it would just be an interesting addition and like you said like the accessibility is so important 
let yeah. alone like use like that is the main focus, not the fact that they contribute to the overall story. Because jumping right into it for like the Rune and Lydia chapter, do you want me to spoil it for you? Do you sure. care? They get married. They like are confirmed married. They have a place. They talk about like what life is like in, in Lunathian with, um, without the first light, what's going on, her relationship with her sons. And I loved it. I thought it was beautiful, but like, again, that's context. It's closing this chapter in the book or you have where I know the conversations before with extra chapters are Oh, it's just supposed to be like this fun little addition, which I feel like Bryson Hunt was like, I don't even I, I, I don't, I'm not going to get into that one so much. But you have the Randall and Ember in in Prithian and Valaris. He has his gun. They're having relationships. There's the conversations that are happening with the inner court um, with Reese, like Reese is really dominant. And we know this is also going to play a role in Akatar six. Um, then you have uh, Bryce, Nesta, and Az. That's a fun chapter. Like it's an addition. You find out more about what's going on with the phone. They're building their relationships. Um, Laura will also like read the bonus chapters, and we'll probably we might go into it again when we do our follow up episode. Um, you see such growth in. Uh, and, and as and Nesta, both as individuals and as their relationship with each other, which is going to play again a fact in Akatar six. Um, and then uh, the Bryce and Danica chapter, there is a lot of. I feel like this is going to be a hot take, controversial opinion. A lot of people say um, Danica is a shitty friend. A lot of people say that. I like to argue especially not only with this bonus chapter, but things that Baxian said in the book itself, saying, I'm so grateful that Danica has an, a friend who loves her unconditionally. And they get really passionate about this because I'm so mad. I'm like, I love Danica. Um, and in the bonus chapter, it's a prequel. It's their college years. It's actually the day that she gets the tattoo. Um, Bryce even says, she's like, Danica has like a fallout with her, with Sabine. They're frustrated about something. She keeps trying to ask Danica. And then she's like, you know what? Danica, she's going to come to me when she's ready. And I think it's interesting that people want to say she's a shitty friend because she didn't tell her about the horn and she didn't tell her about her mate. There are things that I didn't tell my friends because I didn't know how to approach them. That doesn't make, maybe I didn't do the right choices. Maybe I didn't make the choices that my friends would have necessarily made, but I don't think that makes me a bad person. And I feel like if you are so quick to judge a friend by their actions so quickly, you might not necessarily know what unconditional love is in a friendship. And I don't know if anybody talks about that part of it. It'll say, oh, she's a shitty friend for 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 the horn or oh because of this all she had all these plans in place well so did aelin aelin was just alive to explain that and have like a positive outcome or if we want to like take it further with nesta oh nesta had such a crappy mom blah 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 she's had so much growth and she has and if you've been following the podcast for a while you and especially after this episode you would know we as individuals have had so much growth with where we've come in our nesta journey but Danica has had a shitty mom, too. And 
we don't allow that same I, I don't know, explanation when it comes to her. I just think that there's more of a conversation without people being so visceral in their reactions of saying, like, somebody's individual choices that you wouldn't necessarily do make them a bad person. I cannot wait to explore this further on our female friendship episode, <laughs> which will be coming out later. I think that is a really good like place to wrap. What do you think? I think it's a good place to wrap. I have tons of questions, but I feel like that we need to like explore because we're already going really long. I think we should like, it's also, this is so, still all really fresh for us. The book hasn't been out in a week. Um, we're all still really going through it. We're also having very visceral reactions, um, in one extreme or another. Um, I think that context is super helpful too. Um, again, like if there's something that we didn't necessarily cover just yet, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll like have a running list um, so we can make sure that we do address those. Um, but there's a lot to be said and we'll probably like sprinkle it in with different episodes. Um, but that being said, please feel free to follow us on Instagram. We're at Akafe Podcast. We're also both on TikTok, Akafe Laura and Akafe Jessica. Um, and we'll go from there. We'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks so much for your patience and we can't wait to talk. We'll talk more. Bye. Bye.